Remember, it is within our darkest nights that we learn to shine our brightest lights. Aloha, shifters, light guardians, multidimensional friends within this holographic matrix. This is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, Skull Babylon, Wolf Shield, welcoming you to another very important live broadcast here presented on presented by presented on behalf of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a portal for inspirational conscious media and a global team of shifters, conscious creators, and leaders. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of this discussion. Simply by you tuning in, you are part of the team. You are part of the shift. And of course, tonight's discussion for March 19th, 2020 is a very important one for us to be able to have as community. And that topic is the coronavirus and consciousness. Now, I'm sure at this point, as we get ready to move into this discussion, a lot of us have been just like up to our necks in this information. But moving into this broadcast, we really want to be able to set the intention of sharing some insight and some optimism related to this topic. So as we get going into this quick reminder for those of you on any platform, if you're tuned in on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, wherever you're tuned in, please feel free to share this, invite other people to be a part of this discussion, to be able to receive the inspiration that we are cultivating here as a team. Like this video, leave your comments afterwards, let others know. Thank you so much. Your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. So we're going to give a quick overview about what to be able to expect from this broadcast. But before we even do that, let's just lighten up the mood a little bit. And I want to be able to invite all of my fellow shifters, leading members within this broadcast to gently unmute your microphones, send some noise out to the audience and send some love, make some noise. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, team. We have a full house here tonight for our panel discussion for our roundtable. Uh, I haven't even counted how many people we have. I think we have maybe at least like less than 10-ish, but still, even so, that is an amazing, amazing number to be able to bring together for tonight's very important discussion. And so for those of you who may be new to this, if this is your first time here, go ahead and drop a 333 in the comments. I'll just give a quick overview. Paradigm Shift Central is this project we've been doing for over 10 years. It started as a club in my college to be able to bring people together to practice having discussions about the things that we don't normally get a chance to talk about related to consciousness, metaphysics, mindfulness, dimensions, the power of the mind, how to be able to be able to be a way for us to be able to share our voice through the community and to be able to have these broadcasts where we come together to practice having these important discussions to be able to support each other to be able to share inspiration for you the community member the audience members of the team to be able to take this inspiration further out with you into the world and i again i think there's a lot of things that I want to be able to talk about and I'll set a little bit of a framework before we pass the talking stick uh, over to the next person in the circle and the next person that I'm going to pass it to uh, is going to be Patrick, Patrick Hayes, who some of you are going to be familiar with. Again, there's going to be uh, several familiar faces here. There's going to be some uh, new faces here as well. So again, I just want to give a quick thank you to everyone again for being here. A reminder that if you enjoy what it is that you're doing here, check out more that we are doing here check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com explore the website there's infinite amount of content there 
if you want to support what we are doing, you can support on Patreon. You can support on PayPal. The links for that are in the YouTube info. If you want to be involved with future broadcasts and on air as a leading member, you can sign up on Patreon at the $11 a month pay what you wish contribution or more. And again, that's just getting access to more of our private digital space within community and lots of other cool stuff that you can check out there. Thank you again, hugely to our Patreon supporters. That, that is incredibly important because you are what helped make this broadcast possible. Again, this is, this is like, this is me showing up in my full-time devotion. And again, just being able to create the story here, that is what we are here to do. We are here to be able to tell a narrative, tell a story. And I made a video last week about the coronavirus and consciousness that literally set up where we are now. And that was the thing that I really emphasized is what story are we telling in relation to this and how can we transform it into an empowering story? And so the story, again, I think where we are now actually began when and even way back in the day, I always had this feeling in my heart of like knowing that 2020 was going to be like something big. I just always had this feeling of like, okay, like I want to be able to time frame. And then lo and behold, all of these circumstances that are happening right now are to speak. This is where all of those things that we've been learning about how to be able to center ourselves, to share inspiration, to use art, to alchemize. Now it is time for us to really put it into action because the world needs it, because the community needs it. People need to be able to hear the stories that we are creating of, of optimism and how, again, what it is that we are going through is something that will be radically transformational for us as as a collective, as a community, and we need to be able to have that foresight so that we can help help steer that story towards that and invite others to be able to join along for them to be able to find empowerment in the midst of chaos for us to be able to find our center in the hurricane. And so again, I feel that for everyone here who's tuned into this, if you're tuned into this, you are a shifter, someone who is intentionally helping shift the consciousness to help assist and accelerate the shift in consciousness through acts of creativity and compassion. If you're tuned into this, you are a shifter. And again, I think simply the fact that we are where we are now means that everything that we were doing was getting us ready to be here. And so now that we're here, it's important for us to be able to have those conversations and to ultimately ask the, the continued questions of what is the next step, what is needed, and how can we continue to show up to support each other? So a couple of ideas I just want to be able to put across real quick, and then I'll pass this over to Patrick. I was talking about this uh, again the other day, is that I think in a lot of ways, like this is really dropping us into a space of deep reflection. This is dropping us into a space of humility. This is like the, the consciousness of the earth, basically like putting the brakes on to say like, Hey, like we have to slow down. We have to look at ourselves. And out of this it is giving us a chance to be able to do things differently. It is literally giving us a second chance for us to be able to change our ways as a culture, to change our ways that can help make the generations come better. So even though what we're going through right now is going to be incredibly challenging at sometimes undeniably scary it is also calling us into our best self now more than ever there is there is no like there is it is non-negotiable for us to be able to show up as our best selves and of course what is our best self that is those of us who are constantly showing up with the purpose of learning and growing and expanding and mindfulness and so again i think as we move through this the universe is kind of giving us this choice of like understanding that in one hand it's like oh would you prefer as a collective to be 
continuing your creature comforts and just kind of like continuing that 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 kind of like dream-ish kind of mentality of like oh this is nice this is nice meanwhile the earth is dying and things are kind of going it's like you know we're like we're like riding a train that's on fire and we're just like this is great or is it time for us to kind of like hit the brakes on the train and for us to be able to say look if you change your ways now it will have a ripple effect that will change the generations to come for the better we have the opportunity to be able to change the world for the better the way that we connect with each other and again i think this has already proven to be such a powerful catalyst people around the world are awakening to the fact that we are undeniably connected and for many of us this has been obvious but now there's a lot of people that it's like okay like this is really making me change things it's making me shift my priorities so again, there's a lot for us to be able to talk about. There's a lot more that I want to be able to add, but we're going to pass the talk and stick around. There's plenty of people here within the discussion. We'll try to keep each person kind of like compartmentalized within like five, six, seven minutes, and then we'll pass the talking stick and we'll get a bit of a conversation going. Uh, again, I just want to be able to take a quick note of who we have here tonight. Again, my name is Brendan. We also have Lise. We have Lily. We have Patrick. We have AJ. We have Rachel. Vanessa and Rose and Taylor so amazing people who are with us here tonight and for all the people that you're going to get a chance to listen to on tonight's broadcast check the show notes on YouTube to be able to tunes in the chat and again please feel free to add your voice to the discussion as we move through this again the intention here as community is to be able to see what's happening observe it and to be able to observe it almost from a place of neutrality in, in the sense of kind of like, like, yes, we, we're here, we're in the middle of it, but let's kind of like take an opportunity to step back, to see it from different light layers. Yes. What does it feel like to be like in the thick of it? But what does it feel like to be able to see it from like that nonlinear perspective? And again, just to be able to see how this in itself is an opportunity for us to become stronger. So again, creating the conversation to be able to provide insight and as well as optimism that in itself will be able to inspire us collectively as a team as the story moves forward. And just as a quick little thing to look forward to, next week when we do another broadcast, we're going to be doing an open mic jam. So yes, tonight's conversation is going to be like, it's going to be real, man. But then at the same time, next week, let's come back here and let's just kind of like practice creating together. Let's just have some fun and everything like that. So this is an important conversation. Again, I appreciate everybody being a part of it. And let's see uh, where 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 conversation where the consciousness leads this conversation again this is this is kind of consciousness we are literally consciousness having this conversation uh with itself right now so mirrors of light reflecting upon one another so before i pass it to patrick i just want to be able to invite everyone to just kind of like take a couple breaths here and again as we uh move through these these ongoing ongoing pages within our chapter now more than ever is incredibly important for us to be able to practice finding our center and that's a big thing that we'll talk about here tonight because we need to be able to create calmness and centeredness within ourselves to be able to help lead others so i just invite everyone to just kind of slow down connect with their breath and as we breathe in here gently relax and exhale and release any sort of tension that you may be feeling while still honoring it, giving your nervous system permission to relax. And so as you continue to breathe in here, just breathing in this feeling of courage, this feeling of hope, and just exhaling 
any sort of tension that might just be keeping you locked into a state of fear, so to speak. And just allowing ourselves to just really be able to honor the space that we are in together right here as community. So just take two more breaths here together as we just prepare ourselves. Gentle exhale. One more deep inhale, reminding yourself that you are an infinite child of the universe and my goodness, are you ever loved. Big exhale. We got this team. The universe does not give us anything that we are not capable of carrying and this too shall help make us stronger. So again, reminding ourselves that even, I said we're gonna pass it over to Patrick. Patrick, give me a thumbs up for the audience to be able to keep in mind as we, uh, as we move through this story. And uh, again, just be able to help start off the conversation. So Patrick, thank you so much for being here, dude. Again, fellow, for those of you who don't know, well, thank you so much for having me. And um, first, I want just just want to say thank you, Brennan, for everything that you've been doing and for this platform that you've put together. I uh, really honor all of the work. Um, I know it's a lot to manage, and um, you're really hitting home runs over there. So, so thank you for everything that you've done and that you are doing. And, um, and yeah, thanks for having me here. Um, so, well, we have found ourselves in quite an interesting place, haven't we? Hmm. In the world in general. And um, you know, we're talking about bringing optimism to the situation. And so I'm trying to decide right now which angle of optimism that I actually want to speak to because I feel like there's so much. There's so much here. I feel like now for the first time in a very long time, everybody in a sense is tuned into um, a single event that's happening in the world. And it's been a long time since everyone, in a sense, has been on the same page because with the internet and whatnot, it seems like um, there's so much media out there that everyone's kind of in their own world and everyone has been in their own world for a long time. And there's certain events that kind of, it seems like everyone hears about it. But now there's this giant unifying event going on that is bringing everybody um, into the conversation. And so one of the things that I've been doing is um, I've been observing all of the conversation and all of the different narratives that are going on right now. And um, the way I like to approach these kinds of things is, um, is I like to sit at the intersection of a lot of different interpretations um, of things and try to find the unifying factors and so, um, so, you know, as, as if I was to give some, some advice or when I start thinking about, you know, what is important for all of us here, I, of course, have to think of, well, what are the perspectives that different people have regarding the situation? And so how would I speak to them? How would I try to create something that's as universal as possible so that it works for everyone? And you know, as you can see, what happened is there's a lot of different running narratives going on right now. And, um, and it runs the gamut from, you know, the QAnon, this is the world is being saved, to people that, are, that really like the, um, the parallel dimension thing. So it's like stay in your high vibe and you're going to shift to a different world. And, you know, then, then that's the way they're looking at it. Other people think that this is going to, you know, be this FEMA death camp rollout thing. It's like the worst of the worst. And so I've been sitting back and I've been watching how people are responding 
and one of the things that's become quite apparent to me from the beginning is that um, a lot of the the narratives that people people are speaking about with such conviction, it was it seems if they're this is a typical confirmation bias in the sense that many of these people seemed pre, they were emotionally predisposed to the the narrative that they jumped behind. It was almost as if um, they were going to choose that narrative regardless of what information they were looking at. And so as a result, and what I mean by that is like, you know, the same people that are freaking out about Y2K, same people that are telling you every single time that there's a, a potential reason to say that there's a, like an apocalyptic event they're singing that same narrative now. And the same people are saying it's no big deal. There's no, no problem. They're saying that same narrative. So what I'm trying to do in my, you know, from my perspective is to stay as neutral as possible and just sit here and observe what's happening. And I like to use the term love neutral in a love neutral vibration um, and wait for the patterns to arise that become very clear of this is what's going on. The reason why I say that is because right now I think we're, we're at the crux of like a giant sense-making um, task with humanity. I think it's very hard to tell what's actually real right now. And so, and everyone's looking to an external narrative in order to figure out how to respond to what's happening. But the external narratives are hard to really um, trust in the sense that they're really all over the place. And so people are defaulting to whatever, say, like, feels best to them without actually, like, looking fully at what's going on. And so the way I'm kind of seeing it in, like, a maxim is, like, when you, when you don't know what's happening externally, then you have to, like, when you can't trust what's happening externally, you have to trust yourself. And this is, like, one of the biggest things that's been coming to me is that the one universal message or one of the universal messages that I feel is, like, so powerful for everyone right now is coming back into our own emotional sovereignty because that is the clearest perspective that we're ever going to be able to take of anything that we're analyzing or looking at or experiencing in our reality. And so instead of looking to our external reality to try to figure out how we're supposed to respond, I think the most important thing is first becoming as clear as possible within ourselves and as grounded as possible within ourselves and not jumping to conclusions and realizing this is a novel event. It's something we haven't experienced before. So it doesn't help to try to project. second uh, i just clicked a button on my i think i clicked a button on my like siri thing what did i do here one second just cut out on my end um okay that's weird sorry folks one second here patrick uh i'm just gonna mute you and unmute you i'm not exactly sure why taylor can you just do a quick sound check i was going to confirm whether or not it was just patrick i'm not sure if why i clicked that suddenly it Um, Taylor, can you just do a quick sound check? Sorry, folks. Sorry, Patrick. I'm not exactly sure. Um, okay. One second. I'm just going to see if I can hold on folks. Okay. Can you guys hear me right now? 
You can hear me. Patrick, can you say anything to me? No, it's weird. Wow, okay. I apologize, everyone. For some reason, I like hit the Siri button on my computer and now it like dropped out the noise for me to be able to hear it on uh in zoom and i have no idea why it would even do that um wow okay that's uh incredibly unfortunate and annoying i apologize everyone um da -da 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 -da. okay all right um Sorry guys, I honestly have never had speaking speaking of glitches within the matrix, uh this is a bit of a glitch and this is the first time that this has happened. Hold on one second. I'm just going to click a couple more buttons. If you guys if need be, I might have to ask you guys to even like jump out and jump back in. Um da -da -da. yeah, YouTube can hear me, but I cannot like the sound literally stopped coming through on the Zoom call. Like I literally I don't know, I hit the wait Sorry, did I just hear something? No? Okay. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay. All right, it's coming through now. Patrick, go ahead and just say something. Yo, yo. Can you hear okay, me? Good, we fixed it. Yeah, it's good now. Okay, good. All systems are back yeah. on. Yeah, good? all lights are green. All right, we're good. good. Go ahead, Patrick. Uh, continue where you left off about 30 seconds ago. Thank you, everyone, again, for your patience. Go ahead. Ooh, we got this. Cool. You know, you know, where, where I actually, I think I'm probably going to pivot at this point. I think that um, I'll just get to the meat of it. Um, I think right now there's a lot of opportunities to really um, to tune into um, a lot of different areas where we've maybe been um, negligent to as a culture in general. So one of the things is um, I see this as potentially having the ability to affect us kind of like, say, like a near-death experience could affect somebody where it forces you to take inventory of what your priorities are and um and i think this is like a large cultural a potential cultural uh, effect that can come from this so i think that when everybody has to face this idea of this plague that could like wipe out the population um if you can get past like the first initial panic of the situation then you start asking the deeper questions of like well am i actually doing what i'm here to Appreciating this, buddy, I take for right, this is obviously one of the one of the gems that can come from situation. Other thing that can come from this situation, and I feel like um, is very uh, uh, it, it's to a lot of us here is that this is like game time for the people that are anchors in their community, for the people that are anchors for other people. If this is like, um, you know, many of us have probably anticipated there was going to be some sort of event that we were going to need to rise to the occasion in order to be the stability for our loved ones or to hold space uh, while things get our while we're going through the storm. And now it's like, OK, now it's game time. I know for me, I had to go through when when I was kind of first processing this, when I realized it was like a real thing and I had to process it. You know, I had to go through these waves of like, oh, whoa, what's going on here? And, you know, fear is coming up and I'm feeling the collective and I'm tuning into the collective and I'm differentiating what's me and, and what's the collective going crazy. And in that process, 
I felt like it was very much a um, like a recalibration that was putting me back in tune with an energy I had already anchored, but it was like it was reinforcing that because it, there was a uh, there was an external pressure that was forcing me to root that deeper, and so this is very much one of these situations where it's like we the people that are here to um, to to be guides to be helpful to root in a higher frequency it's the pressure is available that out the pressure of the alchemical cauldron is calling upon that alchemical transformation and it very much has had that effect for me and i know it's had that effect for other people also where before this i was a bit shakier but like once this happened it's actually grounded like it's like i'm here i'm present like i'm ready and um and in a sense it's activating us so I really feel like like some of the um, the really powerful work that we can do here is to think of it kind of in the sense of like if we're a collective mind and um, you can imagine um, if, if I'm going to bring it into like an individual's having like a nervous person's having a nervous breakdown in their life the kinds of decisions that they may make from that state and how that could cause greater destruction in their life. So you can think now as the collective is kind of being like the collective consciousness is having in a sense, kind of like this nervous breakdown. There's this panic and all this craziness going on, but each one of us are in a sense, like, I don't know, you could think like a collection of neurons within the brain. And that's probably not like the best example, but you, you get what I'm saying, like on the, in the, like the macro sense. And so every time that we can influence a positive thought within the collective, then we're leading more towards an anchoring of a higher vibration. And I feel like we're at this point where it's like, we have the capacity to stabilize at a higher octave. And it's, if you've ever watched in cymatics, like where you see um, all of the sand gets all jumbled up and it looks like it's uh, like quite distorted. And then all of a sudden it shifts to the higher octave and then it, the geometry becomes stable again. We're in that in-between state right now where everything is looking very um, chaotic. But what that means is we can restabilize at a higher octave or we could destabilize at a, at a lower octave and go back into more chaos. And the determining factor on whether we'll stabilize into a higher octave or not, and I'm optimistic about it, is how many of us can anchor this new vibration and basically sing the song until all of the people around us realize that that is the song to be singing. We're gonna dance with this dance because this other dance isn't working. And this is an opportunity, I mean, we've been singing the song for a while, but now is the time where people will be potentially open to listen in a way that they haven't been open before because that hypnosis of their everyday lifestyle doesn't have them in the stronghold as much. They're like up and looking around, like what's happening? It's like, okay, well, now is the time. Now is the time for us to step into this. And so I think this is a great opportunity for, um, for us as a collective. And again, I'm really optimistic about it. And this is the last thing I'm going to say, um, because I've, I've already been talking for a while. But as far as optimism goes, I think the which is caught uh, very doubt in its, you know, inspiration. And because there's happy-go-lucky kind of like free optimism that's not quite grounded, that can be kind of naive. 
and that can lead us into trouble where we're basically just writing it off because it's easier writing off like the reality because it's easier to just kind of be like oh everything's fine and i don't really need to do anything but then there's cautious optimism that is present and aware that's observing without making judgment for the patterns to arise and become obvious and project what we think is happening on top of it and then remaining optimistic and optimistic keeps us in the point where we can see the opportunities because regardless of what's happening there's always opportunity you could say it's a good thing it's a bad thing well things happen in polarities so if a good thing's happening that means there's a polarity to that and there's a bad thing happening if the bad thing happening that means there's a polarity to that and there's a good thing happening so it's our job to preferentiate towards the optimistic side of what's going on here and find those opportunities and then double click and double down on those opportunities and in order to be able to see those we need to be clear we can't be projecting stuff on top of it so the cautiousness the centeredness is absolutely vital so that we can see things clearly and then the optimism is absolutely vital could be a moment where we could say the right thing that could send someone off in a positive interpretation of things and that could lead to a domino effect for an upward spiral spiral for the population we don't want to waste these moments so again it's important for us to really be in our center in our balance and then preferentiating towards the optimistic side of things but from a grounded sense not a projection of false optimism on top of uh, whatever we're looking at just in order to feel we'll say like emotionally secure Awesome. I think we're good. And I appreciate That's all great. of you that are on this call and um, have your heart behind what's going on too. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. And again, I think I just kind of listening again to the language we use. I, I love just even the word optimistic. And I think like even that is something that we could invite to even take on new meaning, emphasizing on the mystic within optimistic because right. that is like seriously what we need to be able to do because the optimistic isn't just one who's just like things are going to be good because i hope they're good because i'm scared of them not being the optimistic is the one who is in tune with the language of the universe who can foresee patterns and anticipate and be able to see their place within the patterns that are being created and i really appreciate you bringing the cymatics thing because even cymatics was something that really stood out to me during the early stages of my awakening and you're right like you look at cymatics and for those of you who aren't familiar look it up like the word cymatic c-y-m-a-t-i-c it's this process that happens all throughout nature where it's literally symmetry chaos symmetry chaos symmetry chaos like that is what happens so exactly like right now if we just understand like okay this is the chaos but how do we orchestrate the symmetry and to understand that cymatics is literally created out of vibrational frequency so like again just almost kind of reiterating what patrick says but in a way that's just kind of like bringing it back to the individual each one of us is here to carry that frequency and what is that frequency that frequency is again like one of just like compassion unity being able to just like be mindful of our surroundings and things you know part of the optimism with with where we are going is that you know there's some things that are gonna in some ways remain the same and and in a lot of ways i hope 
remain the same in terms of you know some things that more so people within the, this call you know in terms of like how we treat each other and things like that and just kind of the connection we share as community more of that please absolutely but ultimately we really have to be able to acknowledge that there are going to be some things that are not going to go back to normal like we are in a different story now and so i think even just with where we are as we move through this, I think it's really important for each of us to just kind of hold place for our own grief and to acknowledge that grief is a part of the story. Grief is a part of what is happening right now. And again, for, for all of us to kind of go through this as an opportunity to practice being the healers for, for our own hearts, but then also to be able to show up uh, for our communities. And so we're going to pass the talk and stick around and again. For those of you looking to connect with Patrick, uh, look up Patrick Hayes on YouTube. Uh, you can also find Patrick Hayes on Instagram. We'll click the links uh, into the show notes on YouTube so you can check those out. Um, one thing that I was just going to say real quick, and, and Patrick, if you do have to jump out at any point, please feel free to let us know. There was a video that I saw earlier today. Um, it was by Jake Woodward, and it really got across a point that I think served as a good metaphor, basically where it was kind of comparing what is happening right now as being a uh, equivalent to a software update for your phone. And so when you think of a software update for your phone, it, it, this is basically just kind of reiterating what he said. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, a new update is available. Would you like to update? And usually we're just like, no, not yet. Like not yet, not yet. And we always put it off, right? And now eventually it gets to the point where it's just like, okay, like time for an update. Like it's not an option anymore. And in order for that update to be able to take, to take place, which, and the update's a good thing, right? Because it's going to kind of like get rid of programming that doesn't really serve. It's going to optimize things. It's going to refine things. But in order for that upgrade to take place, the phone has to reset. And so right now where we are, we are literally in this process where like the phone, AKA us, AKA society, AKA our relationship with the world is literally being reset. So that's kind of where we are right now. We're kind of in this like, kind of like, you know, it's kind of, it is, it is this like stage of darkness. But again, if we can kind of have that foresight, I think that's incredibly powerful to be able to just know that like, yes, there is still hope. There is always hope. One of the things that I, I said to myself when I was really young, this was like a quote that I made up for myself. I said, never give up hope until hope has given up. And my point in saying that was knowing in my heart that hope never gives up, therefore never give up hope. So it's kind of like this idea of just, again, being aware to see things from multiple levels, from multiple dimensions. This is the universe doing what it needs. This is consciousness doing what it needs. But at the same time, again, you know, like, yeah, like this is, this is life and, and where there is life, there is also death. And this is something that is going to be like bringing us like death is going to be very close to the surface here. And that's something that is going to, you know, everyone here is going to be affected by this in some way or another. So that's again, you know, a whole conversation in itself. But again, I think it's important to be able to have these conversations. It's important to be able to hold space. It's important to be able to support each other on these narratives. And, and again, even like after this conversation, I hope we all get charged up and then at the same time, I hope we all do what we need to do to be able to kind of like disconnect from the conversation. Because one thing I can find, we don't want to overload ourselves with it. it. I'm sure a lot of us have already been doing that. We really need to just kind of like take time to kind of like decompress as well. So I really just want to be able to invite people to, again, you know, go out in nature, do those things, take care of yourself in all the ways we can. We can talk more about that as we go. I think, uh, I think Patrick uh, just had to jump out, but thank you again, Patrick, so much for adding your voice. We're going to pass the talk and stick around. Um, I wanted to just be able to, uh, again, 
uh first of all just thank everyone else for being here your comments and everything in the youtube uh is great oh patrick's phone died that's why okay fair enough uh lease would you be comfortable if i pass it over to you next just and and that's literally because again i know you're in a different time zone and i just want to honor the fact that if you're heading out early that's totally cool so lease give me a thumbs up if that works for you yeah okay cool so we're going to pass over to lease aka uh truth seeker sound who has been a part of our previous broadcast and who is currently in scotland and lease thank you so much for joining us passing the talking stick over to you please feel free to introduce yourself as briefly as you wish to and what you would like to add and again we'll kind of once we kind of get everyone talking we'll just kind of open up the conversation into however it needs to flow so at least passing it over to you go ahead cool. thanks thank for being you. here thank you um really interesting um just to hear patrick's flow there um and i feel like the space that's opened up here is really creating a really solid platform for us all to be able to have this dialogue from a kind of a more centered place um definitely feeling that kind of support within this network and just to everybody that's watching as well that's connecting and like communicating thank you for putting your energy into the space as well because it's it really is is needed and it's appreciated um so my uh main area is concerning voice work and um i'm kind of sharing that in different ways uh in community spaces uh one-to-one -one with individuals uh doing research on voice particularly interested in authenticity and expression um and the the journey of voice work and how we can come to finding our true voices and our, our unique frequency and finding confidence and sharing that in the world with um friends families and the wider community um and our responsibility um to do that which feels at this time to be just a, a hugely charged uh topic um and definitely Brandon, you and Patrick kind of touched on a, a couple of points there just about being present uh, and finding that word we keep mentioning uh, often about resilience and finding that space within the voice. Um, so my work in that area is kind of uh, holistically speaking tapping into lots of different areas but um i am trying to bring more focus and attention with that to a kind of shamanic perspective as well and there's a couple of things that i've had uh read today uh that have just brought to me that gentle reminder about holding space for dialogue with that inner voice and ourselves as a, a way for us to access um, a, a deeper communication to begin to build strength in intuition um, and that we also need the reflection of our family members and our immediate communities to serve as sounding boards so that we can actually get some feedback and feel into uh, these new bits of information that are coming through for us as we kind of process 
um, stuff like like this event, which is um, there's no avoiding, I suppose, uh, this awareness that we're we're all coming into, um, and just following that thread of thought, um, wanted to just remind us of the opportunities that we have to connect with a much broader field, um, however that looks and feels to you, whether you're working with certain archetypes, um, certain uh, energetic practices, whether you're working within a specific uh, framework, um, within a kind of spiritual context, and also something that's coming through really strongly for me right now is just ancestors. Um, we are in an unprecedented time for sure. Um, and I definitely felt for me personally, the, the buildup of energy just culminating before uh, coming into 2020 was like this huge wave. Um, and I had a few jokes with people like, are you getting ready? Are you, how are you feeling? <laughs> um, just feeling like that a timeline was about to completely shift away. So it is true that we're in this state of newness in many respects, but we also can look back uh, not to adhere and attach to uh, structures which are not serving us anymore, but to our ancestral support and um, to those lines, just to find the thread again of like a, a grounded perspective and to be open-minded to open up that channel for communication as well, because that as a, an avenue for healing potential, um, for wisdom, is hugely, hugely connected to the, the earth wisdom, uh, to a really harmonious symbiotic relationship with the place that the physical environment that we're inhabiting. Uh, and it goes, it goes beyond as well. Um, if we're thinking about this idea of as above, so below, as within, so without. And it's easy to say those things, but I feel at this time, that is tangible. There is some real electric energy going on. Um, and in the last days for me personally, just if I can share that as, as hopefully a way to kind of open up a, a kind of healing dialogue that feels safe for other people to release as well. Um, I have been fortunate to be in a space where I have access to be outside and day-to-day -day life in many practical elements is still functioning in some sense but the emotional uh, space has shifted because of the connection to the shared collective consciousness and because we are energetic beings of frequency that are sympathetic and resonant to all kinds of different information coming through the dream space, coming through our media streams, coming through our dialogues and interactions with 
our environment and and those that are closest to us so despite efforts to be grounded and to be um trying to be the hollow, hollow bone if you like and be clear and lucid there there is still so much going on so i think it's just like giving yourself a moment in your day just to acknowledge that to meet that to thank it to try and find some space even if it's slightly uncomfortable where you can just go okay give yourself a, a second to actually breathe um easier said than done um and i think the more we attempt to do it with with consciousness um and attention the deeper we can kind of allow that space for other people who are resonating at a core level in the same way but are maybe expressing and exhibiting that um through different language through different expression um and trying to hold that like compassion for others as well that are are going through similar um cataclysmic you know shifts in perspective and sense of stability um in in reality fundamentally so yeah i just um wanted to kind of share like my <laughs> uh yeah i suppose a little bit of rawness about um where things are but that being said uh that is beautiful as a process um that acknowledgement of that and through that so many lessons uh are there to to teach us um if we're if we're willing and we're open open to listen um and i do feel that good things are are definitely brewing um it's just that moment of oh <laughs> we're responsible we have to create that um we have to really take the reins here so hopefully we can we can take the reins together um and hold that space together and and find some strength and solidarity yeah thank you beautiful thank you thank you so much lise really appreciate again just your words and your reminders and and again i'm i'm just looking i'm so grateful that we have this space again you know just as a community because this is like this is a time like it is again it is non-negotiable like we need each other like we need each other and again this is really really bringing us closer together more than ever and you know again i keep saying it but let's let's utilize this opportunity let's make the most of this time and so we're going to keep passing talking stick around at least was there anything else you wanted to say right now are we okay for now okay and if you do need to head out and you want to say any words before you go please let me know we're going to pass talking stick around again again you know just a couple other thoughts i'll just kind of add in here just kind of sprinkle in here I think uh, a, a lot of people who are going through this experience, you know, they're, they're just kind of like, oh, like, this is just another thing, like, give it a couple weeks and things will, you know, like, just be back to normal and such and such and such. Uh, again, I think the sooner, the sooner we understand and accept the idea that this is something that is going to take time, a lot of time, not just weeks, months, and not just months, but like, 
theoretically, like even years. And not to say that things won't get better within a period of months, but at the same time, I think we have to kind of begin adapting the mindset of being able to invite ourselves to begin preparing ourselves for the long game. So instead of just being able to be like, oh, okay, like I'll deal with this slight inconvenience for however long it, you know, just for if it's a few months, that's okay. But, you know, but then if it gets longer and then we're just like, oh, we start getting more frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. And essentially, if we're just like, oh, if I think this is only going to last for a month or something like that, and then we just kind of set ourselves up for like disappointment when it doesn't, what we need to be able to do right now as leaders, as light workers, as shifters, as guardians, is to really just begin to prepare ourselves to show up for whatever is needed, for whatever is asked of us. And again, and this is where realistically with things happening the way they are, it will take time. But again, that doesn't mean that we stop living. We just learn how to live in different ways. And so again, we can talk a little bit more about that. Um, there is a, there's, a, there's a thing I was going to read and I'll read that uh, after the next person has talked. So we'll pass the talking stick around and I really appreciate everybody just bringing their voice and bringing their perspective to the discussion that we have here. And, and again, you know, I think without, I, I, I like, I don't even feel that like there's too much we really need to get into in terms of like the what ifs and the what ifs and the what ifs, but more just kind of focusing on like, what is it that we can do and, and what can we show up as tomorrow? Because again, I know there's like, and, and, and I'm not against all the ideas of like kind of what Patrick was saying about like how this is going to lead to one thing into another thing into another thing and things like that. Um, there's room for those conversations and maybe we'll, we'll make a little bit of space for those conversations. But ultimately, again, you know, like those things that are happening, I think it's always important to be able to bring it back to your immediate reality. And, and what can you do uh, in that, in that next moment for you to be able to help make a little bit of a difference simply by just being able to take care of yourself first and foremost. So I think we're going to pass it. Um, AJ, did you want to go next? If that's, uh, if you raise your hand. Okay, cool. We're going to pass it over to AJ next. AJ has been involved with the paradigm shift community for several years. Uh, AJ, if you can tell us a little bit more about us, you can let us know even if where you are, how things are looking from your perspective. And again, just kind of focusing on a insight, optimism, anything else you would like to bring to the circle. AJ, good to see you, brother. What's going Go on, right Seekers? How are we doing? Uh, I'm uh, AJ, and I'm in the thick of it. I uh, live in New York City, and uh, the cases are going crazy now. I just got laid off of my job on Monday, and... Um, I don't know if that job will open back up. So <clears throat> coming from, from that space, because there's been a lot that has been going on, um, the things that are happening uh, in the city itself, um, bigotry towards a lot of Asian people, um, you know, trust of the government and things that are going to be going on. There's a lot of uncertainty around that, money issues, people really wondering where they're going to get their next meal or where their next paycheck is going to come from because most of the jobs in the city have pretty much shut down for people in the, in that space. Um, people fearing I was out in the street and everybody's social distancing and that's like been a big thing. And so people that are seekers that really want to go in and embrace people were, were almost told to do the exact opposite. Um, I've been in isolation for about three days. So only leaving the house to basically pick up essential items, uh, food, et cetera. And, uh, and with that can come depression. And, and so 
you know, you have all of these things that are culminating and you see these things that are around you in, in this reality uh, that has sort of shifted, you know, uh, from one week, everything seemed okay. And the next week, everything is in this complete chaos, which was mentioned earlier. And so I had to, you know, I like what you had said, Brendan, about the universe saying to slow down. Maybe this is the universe way of saying like, hold up for, for a moment. We, we do all these things. Uh, for me, I've been at the same job for quite some time now. And, uh, you know, there's these certain patterns that sort of like we get into and sometimes uh, we neglect other areas of our lives. One thing that I do stay connected with is meditation and prayer. And uh, I, I really want to speak to those that are maybe viewing the broadcast for the first time. Uh, you haven't, you know, you're, you're new to uh, the paradigm shift and you're wondering what this whole thing is all about. I think that meditation in this time is extremely important. Um, because in times when there's a lot of chaos and fear can get brought up, one of the things that I do, and and Brendan, and if you, you haven't been on the website, uh, I would challenge you to sort of look at some of the meditations that have gone on that Brendan has done, um, which I think are absolutely amazing. Um, the, the space that's held uh, within the meditation, if you're new to meditation and you don't know what it's all about, um, there's been some amazing guided meditations that have gone on uh, on the broadcast um, and really taking practical steps of safety it's really kind of like that reflective time and uh and i'm not living in the fear you know i could have this mode of man i don't know what's going on but i know one thing the universe is always watched out one way or another and i'm going to be okay in this situation even if um I do get sick. I have to look at, you know, one of those things is just making sure to take care of myself to the best of my ability. Um, and then the practical steps of coming out on the other end. So how does that look? You know, if I'm, you know, spending money frivolously and really wasn't a person that saved money, practical thing is now that I realize that, you know, tomorrow really isn't promised. I don't know what's going to happen on the other end you know, saving a little bit more money, watching what I eat, exercising, because I'm to the tell you right now, being locked in this house, <laughs> I've had to take some walks and take some runs just to get out of the house because I'm just like, oh, I can't do this. Now, I'm not a big fan of exercising, just to be honest with you. <laughs> but, but when I was forced almost into like staying in the house, it has forced me to really say, okay, I see the importance of really getting out and being active. Um, and also reaching out to others. Uh, isolation can also uh, turn into depression very easily for a lot of people. Um, and I've had to really reach out to people that uh, are of solid mind and spirit uh, state um, and that are uplifting and, and going to lead me with something positive. And I think that's the best way to look at this whole situation. I know it's dire for a lot of people and I know there's a lot of things that are, that are going on that we haven't experienced, I, at least I haven't experienced in my lifetime. Um, but there are networks and there's people there. And also I can lead, lend a hand to those that are in need as well, uh, like neighbors um, that might run out of something. I've, I've tried to make it a point to get my neighbor's phone numbers uh, have them actively call me if they need anything and create a network just in that sense on on a ground level 
um, and, and doing those things. So what I've, I've learned in this experience, I want to wrap it up really quick, is that in that slowdown period, it's also a really great time to create things. Um, and I've really tried to challenge myself and I challenge you guys that are listening um, to really push yourself to do something, a new task that you haven't done. Um, something that you put on the back burner for a little bit that you said, man, I really wanted to do this and I really haven't had the time to do this or I haven't had time to conceptualize what that is and, or how that's going to look in my life. I think this is the time now uh, that space has now been provided for you to really go inward and, and maybe through that meditation, you'll be able to find something that you really gravitate towards and, uh, and put that on the, and put that out there and say, you know what, I'm just going to take action and do this thing. Um, whether it's creating a song, if you're a musician or you're a writer and you say, man, I've been thinking about writing a book for a long time. Um, I really just want to go ahead and do that for myself. Um, even if there's a uh, speaking engagements or things like that and creating a platform and saying that, man, I want to be a YouTuber and I've really thought about doing something like this and all right, now you have the time to do that. So these are the positive things on the other end that when things look dire, there's a, there's a, a, there's a space that is held to where we can actually start creating and moving forward in a deeper understanding of who we are uh, as individuals and where we sit in the consciousness of like everything as the collective. And, uh, and that's where I think that this thing is going to push us forward uh, in. And I'm really excited to see not only my personal growth, but also the growth of others around me and what the world can do now that we have experienced something that uh, is sort of foreign to us. Um, and it's definitely taken the veil off of most of our eyes and to see the harsh reality. So I want you guys to stay encouraged, be blessed in this whole situation, and, uh, and, and really try and tap into uh, doing something a little bit different for yourself. That's it. Beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, AJ. And again, just knowing that like every single one of us is, is, you know, we're, we've all got a different, we've all got a different perspective on, on this and AJ just sending you so much love for you and everybody in New York, man. And please feel free to keep in touch and uh, yeah, just holding space where you are, man. Really appreciate it. So beautiful. All right. So um, there's a thing that I'm looking for online and maybe if somebody can actually help me with this, cause I thought I had it uh, in my notes, but I can't find it. It's kind of like this, uh, it, oh, geez, I, I want to think, I, I think like the author of it, I think their name was like Gurpreet or something like that. It was like Gurpreet's a common name. I understand that, but it was just kind of like this, like a, a well-written perspective on like the coronavirus. I'm curious if anybody else knows what I'm talking about and if they've, if they can, if you can send me a forward of that or at least find it, that's what I was looking to read on air. Uh, there is like some other stuff that I could read on air, um, but I'm not in a rush to do that. But I would like to be able to read that particular one because, again, it did just tie in. Uh, we're going to pass over to the next person in a second. But again, you know, I think it's uh, it's really it, it's really interesting to just kind of, you know, one of the things I was thinking about was just the idea that like, OK, like where we are right now, like this is like, is it fair to call this the apocalypse not in a fearful way but in a way where it's just kind of like creating context for this because again a lot of people you know they think of the word apocalypse and they associate it with like doom and gloom and everything but 
as uh, even kind of w- with what AJ was saying and what we've already been talking about here again, like the word apocalypse by its definition literally means unveiling to lift the veil, the, the awakening process. And so I think it's really interesting to, again, just be able to see what is happening right now from a few different perspectives. And ultimately kind of with what, what Patrick was saying, this is almost like the earth going through like a near death experience yet in this near death experience, giving us this great opportunity to be able to unveil to reevaluate and to just be able to see things in a completely new light. So there's going to be a lot of people in a variety of ways who are just going to continue to be waking up through this process of the apocalypse. And and again, like this is an opportunity for us to be able to to hold space now more than ever. So all that stuff that we've been doing as shifters over the years practicing like this is this is again, this is where we really, really, really like need to be able to put it into action. And again, and I think one of the great ways that we can do that is as AJ was saying, using this opportunity to be able to connect with our creative abilities. This world needs art now more than ever. So let's use that art to be able to share what we're doing, to share what we're creating, to share the stories that we are inviting other people to be a part of. So if anybody knows, um, kind of what I know, I gave a very vague description of what I was talking about, but again, it's kind of like this like well written to well-written explanation of kind of like this alternative perspective on the coronavirus and everything like that and another thing i'll just say because again i mentioned this in my video but i know not everyone's going to watch it uh, or hasn't watched it yet it's on my youtube channel if you guys want to check it out but even the word corona real quick just kind of looking at the language the word corona refers to the light around a body of light so the corona of the moon that's the ring around the moon the corona of the sun so the ring around the sun so the corona is relative to us like literally the field of energy around our body of light and so again you kind of see this from that esoteric level where a lot of people don't realize this but like we ourselves are literally bodies of light everything is light within this creation so the the corona is literally our aura so in that sense when you think about this literally being the coronavirus and and yes i'm aware that this is not like a new term just applied to this because corona refers to more of like the makeup of the actual virus and the spikes around the edges of it but i think it's very interesting that out of the previous pandemics that we've gone through or just the epidemics in the past related with like SARS and flus and everything like that the word corona never really was something that was in like the lexicon of the mainstream consciousness and now here it is and again I think it's it's a very interesting thing for this to be able to see it from that kind of mystic perspective of how what is happening right now is the idea that it is our corona that is being infected is the corona that is being like shifted and so let us be aware of how we can strengthen our own corona to be able to rid it of the virus of separation the virus of you know just like fear and the virus of blame and everything like that so let's kind of work on really kind of like purifying our own coronas uh in that simple perspective so again i think there's a really 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 interesting and subtle ways to be able to see this and uh again you don't I'll just say this really quick. Keep your eyes open for the synchronicities where you are right now. Because I think even in the midst of all of this chaos, you'll still get those synchronicities. And so even today, like I was just out driving in the car with my mom with our dog in the back. And we were just kind of driving around town. 
And then, like, lo and behold, we, like, pull up a client behind a car, and I hadn't looked at any license plate, and the one in front of us was 396, and 96 is, like, my big resonating number. And so even just there, in the midst of that, where here I am in the back of my head just being like, my goodness, the world's going to shit, this sucks, but, 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 uh, telling myself that narrative, well, just, you know, it's there, but it was as well as other narratives. And then at the same time, you just see that synchronicity, and you're just like, oh, this is no different from any other day within the bigger blink of an eye this too is exactly where I'm meant to be. And the universe, all of those things that we associate with synchronicities, you know, again, the synchronicities is the universe, like giving you a pat on the shoulder saying like, Hey, you're on the right path. So again, like with where we are right now, keep your eyes open because the synchronicities are still with us. And, and again, you can kind of look at this from a few levels, but like, I really encourage people to kind of like invite in like that, that concept of like, you know, call it your guides, call it your inner intuition, call it your angels, your guardians, your, your loved ones, your ancestors, inviting that to kind of be with us. Cause right now, especially in this period of isolation, it's important for us to remind ourselves that even when we're alone, we're never actually alone. And kind of with what we were talking about the wisdom to be able to make that next why step will actually be brought to us through our heart. And so if we're constantly in frantic mode, it's hard for us to hear that. So practically, it's great for us to be able to practice being in that place of stillness, a practice of meditation, and then to just be able to ask ourselves, like, what is needed? What is the next wisest step? And again, that next wisest step might just be like, going and getting some fresh air, disconnecting, spending some time journaling, talking to a loved one, doing what you need to do, taking care of yourself on those simple levels. And there's a lot of other things that we can talk about. It may not be necessarily for this broadcast, but just in terms of like general health, again, you know, now is a great time for everyone to like start eating healthier, start paying attention, start exercising, start paying attention to the, the like make, make sure that their body is more of like an alkaline diet. So again, drinking like you know, having like lots of greens, having like lots of vegetables in there, uh, doing our best to even like remove unnecessary meat from our, from our diet, or at least eating less of it. It's interesting how the word, like the, the current, like the Corona, coronavirus, if you like kind of switch the letters around, it literally spells out uh, carnivore, I, I think, I think give or take. So it's kind of like, again, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening here and, and you can see what's happening here from a few different perspectives, but there's a lot of hope that has also been brought forth to our attention with what is happening. And people are seeing that we're just like, Oh my God, the pollution's changing. Oh my God, the earth is healing. Even in China, this information may not be entirely accurate, but it's like, they actually like put a big stop on like a lot of like the animal agriculture. And, and again, regardless of whether or not this was biogenetically engineered within a lab or something like that, the fact is if we keep like, putting ourselves into nature and forcing ourselves and, and conquering and putting ourselves like into these places in the world and just and like creating chaos viruses will keep on making their way back into our culture so if we want to prevent uh this type of virus from like entering itself back into the system one of the best ways to do it would by be like by to, to pretty much like stop animal agriculture you know to because that's essentially like how it happens you know if you it's like a bat that kind of like eats something and then it drops it and then a pig eats it and it cross contaminates and then a human gets it and then we eat it and then it kind of like that's how it escalates so again if we kind of break the chain there that can kind of change one thing too. So again, and even just the, the, real quick, and I'll just pass it over to the next person. 
Look at the ways that it's bringing us together. Look at the ways that people are helping. Look at the ways that people are showing up in their community. Look at the stories that we're seeing in Italy of people singing from their balconies and things like this. We're seeing the best of humanity at the same time. So again, it's kind of, this is the story we signed up for. Like this world is meant to be able to provide the yin and the yang, the highs and the lows. And even in the midst of what we perceive to be the lows, there is still the opportunity for us to be able to step into our highs as well. So again, so many, so many opportunities just to be able to see this from a few different perspectives. And I really encourage us to not only just be aware of these, but to also be uh, catalysts for, for other people to be able to see uh, our own optimism, our own hope, and for them to be able to feel and find hope within that. So it's going to be very, 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 very interesting time that we are unfolding into. And again, I'm just so grateful that we have this space uh, as community because again this is exactly you know whether whether we knew it or we didn't know it this is why we were doing what we needed to do so that we can be here now to be able to support each other and what comes next I'm gonna pass the talk and stick around to uh whoever would like to go next we still have uh so again we have lily i think lily wants to go next and then we have taylor and uh we have vanessa rachel and patrick and lisa are still on the call so for anybody else if you need to leave early please feel free to just let me know so we're going to pass it over to Lily. And again, as soon as we kind of like get through individually kind of having our chance with the talking stick, we'll just kind of get more into free flow discussion. And uh, for anybody in the live chat, if there's things that you want to drop into the comments, we'll, we'll create a space where uh, we'll read some of those on air as well. And if anybody found that thing that I was talking about, that blurb, uh, please feel free to send it. But if we don't, that's fine. Anyways, Lily, thank you so much for being here. Lily, one of our leading members, super, super grateful to just have you here holding space with us. Lily, passing the talking stick over to you. When you're ready, go right ahead. Yes, Brennan, thank you. I hope to be able to jump on later and you guys will still be here. So that's why I was like, me, me. Um, so, and also my heart um, was led. Uh, I could reiterate and you're about to go into free flow and, and everything, but um, real quick, something you said, uh, coronavirus um, spells Car, um, carnivorous while well, veganism spell saved me and uh it's pretty cool um so again just speaking openly i know in my heart this has been coming i know that the universe hears us and the universe when it hears us it, it works in mysterious ways. Sometimes we don't understand, right? We have to get that yin and that yang, like, like our yin and yang, however you want to say it. We have to acknowledge that it's happening. We can't go into denial, but we can't let fear, which is destructive, control us. But we can learn from it and from fear and from learning the lesson we can then come up with solutions. So we need to be really resilient right now. And we need to remember the earnestness in our hearts when, you know, um, a lot of people have said, this is what we've been waiting for. Like we knew this was coming. We've been gearing up. We've been, you know, we've been ready. It's a chance to open and expand, you know, and look inside our mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, that's how I live my life, but most people don't. Like I live my life from the inside out, like probably a lot of you do. I mean, as much as I can, and that's 
I, I arrange my lifestyle that way so I can. My spirit, my heart, that's what leads me. So uh, I, I make, well, I don't make the universe, like noses on my heart and it makes it possible. And I'm so humble and I'm so grateful to be here. And I'm so grateful for all the leading members. I'm so grateful for everyone who is tuned in right now. You are here for a reason. And um, I hope that something I say reaches at least one person before I have to jump off. I'm not able to jump back in. Um, but remember, guys, everything we need is inside us, obviously, like food and water and stuff like that. But like everything we need is inside us. This external comfort stuff like, you know, is not something required. Um you know, to survive and to live. It's just added luxury. So I'd rather have a more loving community, a more awake community than a community of um, people who are, uh, are just not, I don't want to say people, but just the way things have been. I'm ready for a change, a positive change. And it's all how you look at it, glass half empty, glass half full. And I'm a glass half full kind of gal. My faith has brought me through everything. My faith is my glue, my cosmic glue. I'm in this world. I'm not of this world. <laughs> okay, this is temporary. This is a battle we've already won. Deep inside, we know that. Our ancestors have been reaching out, our guides. Um, something for you guys to maybe touch on is if anybody else's intuition has kind of kicked up in high gear or any kind of like gifts that you have or creativity and you're getting new ideas. Sorry, I just flashed my uh, Leo clay necklace. Just, just, you know, just something, you know, something creative, something to do, right? But I don't want to talk past like five minutes. So um, something that's helped me be resilient is um, everyone's heard of like the seven C's. Well, this is the seven C's of resilience. And I have practiced these, but these are not my own. And the way that I'm going to describe them are a way that I feel led to. So firstly, though, I want to say, on my own, that this is a highly regarded spiritual number. Okay, seven. Let's just get that out there. Okay. It pertains to a deep inner knowing, wisdom from within, intuition, intuition, and mysticism. It's what allows transmutation of the um, transmutation of the physical vessel to experience awakening and enlightenment. When this occurs, there is no denying the transformation so I mean, like when when you transform transformer, you know but we're all growing and we all keep learning um so the seven c's after addressing that seven is a highly spiritual number i like if you feel if you resonate with that look more into the number seven uh and kind of make that spiritual uh, make it a spiritual number with your resilience and this is something anyone can um do so 
Um, being informed with the knowledge of the spiritual influence, number seven, oh, that was my own note, <laughs> and keeping that in mind. I shall offer the definition um, of the word resilience. And um, well, you guys can look up the definition of resilience and how the two are a, a powerful combination. So the first one is competence. To me, uh, or confidence. To me, having confidence is the ability to navigate the world. You have to have confidence to do that. Okay, so that's resilience training. Okay, connection. Um, to me, it, it, it connection, ironically, like allows you to be more independent too. And uh, problem solve. Character. That's our development of our morals. Okay, it's resilient. So come back to those morals. Check back in with the heart in these times. Um, contribution, helping humanity. We can do that with a simple smile. We can do that with just love and, um, you know, showing others that just because there could be a reason or maybe a reason to panic doesn't mean you have to. Takes just as much energy where the higher uh, positive frequency tends to bring about goodness in my experience and I hope others. Um, coping. Um, so by coping to me, it's like you're less likely to make risky choices. If you know how to cope, if you know how to sit with yourself, a lot of people I've discovered have been calling me like, how do you sit with yourself? How do you do that meditation? Now they're reaching out. Our time to help, guys. So our coping skills that we've learned the hard way because they weren't really taught for me, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, coping skills, you learn on your own. You learn it through hard work, mindfulness, paying attention, being aligned, Okay, that's how you get coping skills. Okay, learn to sit with yourself. Learn to be, you know, um, I don't really like the word content, but learn to be comfortable alone because you're never truly alone. If you're physically alone, being comfortable, uh, coping skills help. All right, that's my phone. And coping skills help with that. Uh, control. Um, having learned respect is earned um, can make a person more in control. When a person is out of control, uh, you know, they haven't really learned the lesson, uh, in my opinion, that respect is earned. So when you know that respect is earned, you have more control in your life. Okay, it's a side effect. It's a good side effect. Okay, all of these tools um, are a, a, a great solution that I recommend, uh, you know, doing some resilience training there and just taking it back to those veggies, you know, plants, try to eat as little meat as possible, like Brenda was saying, but, you know, make it a whole mind, body, spirit and look for the sign. Pay attention to your dreams. Remember what's been in your heart and let it lead right now. 
and that's it and peace guys i hope i can return have a wonderful night and if i don't return i can't wait to watch it thank you everyone for being here thank you brendan for hosting and thank you everyone for watching good night thanks Lily. awesome sweet well just kind of uh dovetailing a little bit off of what lily was saying there again you know just in terms of practical tips one thing i was recommending this way before any of this was that thing but for those of you just looking for like a little bit of extra resilience training now is a great time to start taking cold showers if you haven't already done that uh and, and again that doesn't mean you have to take your entire shower cold you just end it cold uh, this is this is incredibly valuable and again just in the context of what I'm talking about it just kind of gets you into this mindset of like okay I'm stepping into discomfort from a place of empowerment and then like you're in the cold shower which is like physically beneficial for you because it kind of like activates like different nervous systems and everything like that it can actually help like kind of like spark actually I don't know I have to be careful what I say I was gonna say it, like it could actually like help increase the immune system I don't know I'm not 100% certain on that but again overall vitality it definitely does play a role in and just kind of like that mental uh aspect so it's like every day it's like oh man like okay gotta get ready for the apocalypse today but let's start off by like you know like starting off my morning with a little bit of discipline and taking a cold shower and then again if you can kind of approach and intentionally step into that place of discomfort it allows you to kind of like move through any of the other discomforts throughout the day with a little bit more of that confidence and resilience so again i know that may sound like it's not related but honestly for those of you just looking for that extra tip try finishing your showers cold and again just see how that kind of makes a difference throughout the rest of your day and again just reminding you do your best to be able to start off your days with a lot of intention uh for those of you who uh haven't already heard I'm uh, resuming the Waking Up with Wolf broadcast Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's us being able to do a live broadcast where we do a little bit of meditation, body movement, and sound facilitation, sound exercises as well. Please feel free to tune in for that. Again, I'm doing that now more than ever to be able to support us as a community. So let's keep passing talk and stick around. Thank you again, Lily. Again, for everybody here, check the show notes. It's already in the info on YouTube for all the links for the leading members in this broadcast. We're going to pass it around. And again, the sooner uh, we just get a chance to give everybody an opportunity to just kind of like add their initial thoughts, then we can kind of get into discussion. Uh, I want to be mindful of the fact that like, I'm sure like, again, we don't want this to go too, too long. So again, as much as you feel called to share, that's totally cool. And then uh, we'll, we'll get into the next segment once we're ready. Whoever would like to go next, please feel free to raise their hand on camera and we'll pass it over to you once we, uh, once we can confirm that. So uh whoever would like to go next if you don't then uh vanessa you raise your hand okay cool all right so we're going to pass over to vanessa vanessa one of our leading members within the community she's been on the broadcast before even uh in in a solo episode of leading the shift uh vanessa has been doing a lot of free hugs she's done a love tour with like free hugs and everything like that and uh very interesting times in relations to free hugs and everything like that and and again i think it's the one thing I'll just say, uh, just just kind of in, in an idea that just kind of I just want to be able to put out there as I get ready to pass over to Vanessa. One of the most important strengths that we as humans have is our ability to be adaptable. And, and even now, as the times are changing, it's a great opportunity for us to be able to take the intention of something like free hugs, adapt it into the circumstances of society and still be able to provide uh, the intention of it, which is, again, being able to create meaningful connection and compassion. So let's get really good at creating meaningful connection, even if there might not be that physical contact. But I know Vanessa is uh, going to tell us a little bit more about uh, her thoughts and what she's up to as well. So Vanessa, passing it over to you when you're ready and thank you again for being here 
Thanks, Brendan. Um, nice to be here with everyone. It's been a while since I've been able to join a broadcast, but this seems very timely and appropriate to be with everyone. Um, so my thoughts are, uh, there's some things that are similar to what other people have said already. I've really appreciated um, the words that others are sharing. Um, and then I'll talk a little bit about free hugs and what this all means in regard to that. But um, uh, if you've ever heard of Eckhart Tolle, he is my primary spiritual teacher and guide that I read or listen to daily for the last six or seven years. And um, it has, um, this is my opportunity to put into practice everything I've learned via him, uh, which is primarily that this moment now, which there is only ever now, there are not multiple moments, but just this now uh, is all there ever is, uh, that nothing is promised, similar to what AJ said. and. Uh, that whether it's corona or um, uh, some other accident or circumstance, uh, life is not promised to any one of us, young or old, for any length of time. Uh, this is a form world that we're residing in. And uh, this has been the epitome of a lesson on how wedded we are to form as human beings. Um, whether the form is related to employment or residence or money or relationships or physical touch. Uh, it is really a wake up um, call to how committed we are to that and how fleeting it is um, because everything that's here, including ourselves, passes away. So um, even though that perspective could sound really discouraging to a lot of people, especially those people who are at risk or who have family members or loved ones at risk of this virus or the results of this virus, um, it comes from no um, sense of not being sensitive to that, but only speaking to um, uh, what is now, which is all there ever is, this breath this time together right now, that's, that's it. Um, that's all that's promised. And I've always tended to be a person that liked to project um, what was going to come next and what I was going to do next and how I could quote unquote heal the world. And um, what I've learned through this more acutely than ever before is that all I can do is hold the space. I've heard several people refer to that, but hold my own space of presence, peace, and surrender. Um, I keep myself informed, but today I took a complete social media and news break because I know what I need to know. I know how to keep myself safe. I'm not un unwise to that. I also don't need to overflow my mind or my heart with additional information that does nothing to serve me or serve my peaceful center. And even though I don't have to actively do anything to change or fix the world, holding my presence will um, create a resonance um, as with all of us. And I also have to remember in times like this that my energy, if it is universal energy, uh, coronavirus is in, that, is in that energy. People that are um, committing racist acts are in that energy. Um, the president of the United States is in that energy. Even entities or beings that I may not feel like I align with, that's all part of the same energy. And I have to own and honor that as well. 
I may not like it sometimes, or it might make me uncomfortable, but I have to at least honor that it's all part of the same truth. Um, and how all this has um, impacted um, free hugs. Uh, I mean, I'm in the midst of planning my fourth uh, hug tour uh, to, to start in the beginning of May. Uh, I still plan on going, and uh, but it's gonna look a lot different because I hug people, I physically embrace people. It's a calling for me. It's a path that I myself, himself, and any others that feel called to that um, need to uh, look at. I, I fully believe in the importance of physical touch, skin to skin with human beings, beginning with babies, um, or they don't connect with their caretakers. But I also understand that uh, we have to go beyond that right now because it is potentially possible that humans will never Many humans will never trust physical touch ever again. And um, uh, if that could be the case, how else can I transmit a, um, a sense, a space of power, presence, peace, surrender? Um, I can do it with my eyes. I can do it with open arms without touching another human being. I can do it with signs. I can do it with all different creative ways that I'm gonna use on this tour. Um, I'm traveling across the United States from Pennsylvania where I'm at all the way to California and back. And um, the goal was initially to interview people, including Brendan um, at some point uh, that do free hugs and what inspired them to begin doing that. Um, this project's gonna look a lot different now that people may not even want to be interviewed by me because they may have their own fears and insecurities, which means that this trip could evolve into something that's much more brilliant. Um, and I don't even know what that looks like yet, but the not having an anticipated outcome is really helping me to just, again, disengage, surrender, and allow it to be whatever it's meant to be. And um, uh, I know this is my path. I know it's my calling, but I know sometimes our calling in form doesn't look like how we originally anticipated to look. And I'm more than ready and willing to let it unfold in, in any way that, that is best. I hope that I don't become ill. I hope that those I love the most and my neighbors, friends, and community members do not become ill. Um, but if that does occur, then that is something I also need to surrender to and uh, accept as being um, the reality. And how do I manage that, you know? I don't have to be helpless to it, but how do I manage it um, and, uh, and carry on as long as I'm here in, in the form world? So uh, I did want to go next because I do need to hop off pretty quickly, but um, I, I appreciate everybody who's here listening tonight, all the other leading members that are here tonight. This has been amazing, and um, I've loved hearing your words. And uh, Brendan, thank you so much for pulling this together. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you as well, Vanessa. Always appreciate being able to have you here. And, and, and I really, again, just want to be able to take a moment to just say how much I appreciate your bravery uh, in this space. And, and, and I say that to everyone, but of course, uh, in this particular context, again, just Vanessa, like just seeing your bravery, like not just now, but again, going out there as a fellow free hugger and just seeing this as an opportunity to not stop. But just again, to be able to sit with the question of like, okay, what is needed and to realize that like now more than ever, like we need to be able to have those meaningful connections and it might look a little bit different. It might feel a little bit different. 
And again, you know, it's one of those things where maybe we just don't rush into it right away, but there's opportunities here and there's opportunities for creativity. There is no limit uh, so long as we are creative. And and I've already seen um, videos. There's a friend of mine and I think it may be a, a mutual friend of yours, Vanessa, as well. And, and, it, and she's also a free hugger. And she was like outside of a supermarket and she had a sign with another friend and it said like free air high fives, you know? So it's like, yeah, free air high fives, right? So again, it's still evoking the opportunity for people to smile and to laugh and for everything like that. And, you know, information is still coming out and, and I'd like to hope that, you know, in the future things will be a little bit different or at least, you know, this is almost like another branch of the conversation in terms of like what will happen when we start creating communities where we know that the virus isn't existing there and we can actually begin interacting and everything like that. Or, or are there ways for us to still be able to interact that are safe? Like right now, the information is still, uh, there's a lot of unknowns and we're just like, okay, you know, like, let's just keep our distance to play it safe based on the basic science that I've heard. And again, anything that we're putting out here in this broadcast, everything is information. Think for yourself. None of us are like scientists. Please just take it uh, with a grain of salt. But again, you know, from my understanding, based on uh, videos of scientists talking about this, doctors talking about this, the the contraction of coronavirus is, is done through droplets, meaning that it is possible to navigate through this world without contracting it so long as you are mindful of your interaction with your environment. And which is actually really interesting because now it's like really encouraging us to be mindful of our environment and to be mindful. Uh, this is basically like... You you can go out there and as long as you don't stand in front of somebody who's sneezing or coughing and you pay attention to the surfaces of contact that you're interacting with, uh, these are called fomites. Uh, for those of you who are, that's a very important word. Fomite would be like a, a point of contact for the virus to be able to jump from one thing to another. So it could be like the handlebar on a subway train. It could be like a little bit of food or something like that. But in that context, like it's and, and again, I'm this, this, like, just take this with a grain of salt, but please listen to whatever expertise uh, is relative for you. But in this context, it's possible for us to still like go outside and go to the grocery store. And essentially, as long as we're not like licking surfaces or like scraping it with our hand and then licking our face and not standing in front of people, it's still possible for us to navigate this world in safe ways. And so I think what will, I hope will eventually happen is that as more people begin developing this awareness of how it actually works scientifically, and we kind of move through this process of healing and of grief and this initial wound that's taking place, eventually people will actually be able to come to their own awareness and be able to be like, okay, you know what? Like, is it possible for me to hug this person and to feel safe in doing so? And based on the information that I have, yes, yes, it is. Again, so long as you're not swapping spit and they're not coughing on you and you're being safe with your hands and you're washing your hands. Yes, it is. Is it, do we need to go out the door and do it now? Not at this point. But again, I, I do kind of like foresee, like, I, honestly, I have this vision of just like in the future, like how powerful would it be? for one of us to be out there again doing free hugs. I feel like if people were to see that, suddenly that would be like, my goodness, like normality, like, oh my God, like the world has kind of returned back to a state that I'm familiar with. Like, I think when free hugs kind of resume on social media, like that will kind of be like a, a, a like a, okay, we, we're, we're kind of, we've made it through a certain 
phase. So I'm kind of preparing for that. I'm kind of like, I'm looking forward to that. I'm kind of sitting with the question of like, when will that be the right time? And in the meantime, like, yeah, let's go out there with signs that say free smiles and stand at the side of our roads. And as cars go by, you stick out your thumb and, and smile back and you get people to you just interact with you that way. Um, Vanessa, I know you're just about to jump off. Is there anything else you just wanted to add in? Oh, Vanessa's got her sign that says honk for hugs. Very adorable. Vanessa, since I, I assume you're probably heading off in a second, um, is there anything else you just kind of wanted to say with it, it, even just in relation to what I said or? Yeah. Um, uh, yes to all of it. And I do think when the time comes for free hugs to be received again, um, uh, openly from the world that, um, we're going to know it's the right time. I have so much that I get to offer to the world and shine from myself in the world, uh, before that. And, um, uh, I plan on, I plan on doing that. I plan on offering that. Uh, and I'm going to document it with my son with me. He's going to film it because it may be a documentary one of these days, not focused on Corona, but focused on connection and um, how that could look different for different people. But ultimately, humans, we're going to have to come back to physical connection because we it's it's literally um, it, it sustains our survival, not just our thriving, but our surviving. And, um, whether we're babies or we're old people in a nursing home or anywhere in between, um, it really sustains us. And these are opportunities for now, but I welcome the day when, you know, and I, uh, uh, there's a brave part of me that wants to stand on the street now to, to just offer them to people that feel ready for them. But Frankly, there's no one that wants to take the risk, even if I say I'm healthy and they say they're healthy. Um, and that's that's uh, a little disconcerting about this whole element of this virus is that no one trusts anyone. It feels very, very pervasive. And it's very, very interesting to watch that among us as humans. But uh, I understand that this is where we're shifting with it. And since I don't need to change the path of this, I can just be a presence. If I really focus on that, um, then that allows me to just be that presence, uh, no matter what it looks like. So I want to I wanna thank you all. I want to, um, yeah, just uh, keep having the conversations, keep being open to all types of thought on this. Please take the media breaks whenever you need to and um, use your quietude practices. They really, really will replenish you, I promise. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, thank you so much, Vanessa. And, and again, just looking forward to being able to keep in touch and, and for everything you've done and for everything you will continue to do, thank you deeply. So beautiful, awesome. All right. So with that said, again, we're just going to keep moving the conversation uh, forward. And, and again, you know, like what it's interesting to just kind of like sit with the question of like, what will the future look like and to kind of have some hypothesis and stuff like that. Now, from studying scientific movies and journals and, and books and stories and everything like that. 
again, you know, like a part of me just kind of like foresees this idea of like, you know, we as humans would really benefit from being able to utilize technology right now to help us feel safer, to help us feel more comfortable. And I think it is very interesting uh, just again, like to be able to reflect on how any interaction that is happening right now really does invite like a deep level of trust and so i think that's where like the relationships that we are going to start developing where say it's like again you're there's someone else who you know and you know they're being mindful and it's like okay let's hang out like you're in separate households but let's hang out and it's like okay like i trust you i trust you so deeply right now so there's actually a chance for us to like really deepen our relationships as it is uh within this period but again you know as the future unfolds we might get to the point where theoretically this is like if i were to just like be like what do we need right now i'd be like yo let's get some like nanotechnology or some sort of like device where we can like check like super easily whether or not someone's carrying the virus and then that's where like even with like a like a diabetic like sort of like pinpricking thing where you could like read your blood on the spot like what if those became super available and could suddenly detect uh if the virus is there or again this is where and again i'm not trying to get into like the 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 conspiracy stuff and everything like that but just kind of dabbling in a few ideas um again this is where like you know like the vaccines and everything might become available and at that point humans will kind of have to make the choice where they might have to sacrifice a little bit of their freedom in order to be able to have comfort and that may be a thing but again maybe that is also protecting us from what could evidently be more destruction uh later on and this is where you can start getting into the ideas and and then the other thing about like how this is all leading towards like one uh, world government and like one world currency and stuff like that. It's not off the table. It's not off the table. But whether or not it's fully relative to the conversation right now uh, is a whole nother question. So in the meantime, we'll keep passing the talking stick around. And uh, I think who raised their hand? If you can physically raise your hand to let me know who raised their hand. Was it Rachel? Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to pass the over to Rachel. And this is Rachel. She's been involved with the Paradigm Shift community for a while. Uh, she was on broadcast way back in the day. And I believe Rachel is in Mexico and one of the facilitators for Paradigm Shift Mexico. And Rachel, I'm so grateful to be able to have you on. So passing the talking stick over to you. Please feel free to introduce yourself and whatever you would like to bring to the circle. Go ahead, Rachel. Right. Thank you so much, Fran. It's been a while. So, yeah. Um, I'm from Mexico and, so, and Rachel, if you want, can you, can you just adjust your camera so we can like see sure. your face if you don't mind? Is that, is I'm okay? so sorry. Not a problem. <laughs> so, okay, is ahead. that okay? <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, oh, what can I say? Uh, world is changing for good. Uh, it had been a lot going on recently with world leaders, economy, uh, femicides, violence, and the loss of appreciation of life itself. And I really think we need to get that back in a way of compassion and create empath uh, with others by taking care of ourselves. As you were saying, maybe, um, yeah, we cannot give hugs right now. Maybe we can give smiles. So that's really important. Uh, just take care of yourselves, guys. That's really important also. I think compassion is the clue. Um, and I also noticed people is finding difficult staying home because they might not feel good with uh, the people or the space surrounding them. So um, I, made a, I made a small exercise so you can like uh, make it easier, uh, let's say that. And the thing is, work um, 
with the people you live uh, with and with yourself also. Um, it's a really small exercise. Um, I just thought you can write, I mean, list all the things that make you feel uncomfortable, uh, what makes you feel upset about your space, about the space you're living in. Um, after that, after listing, uh, the next step would be accept every single point of it. I mean, every single reason why you're not feeling uh, good with your with your environment. Um, once your soul has already accepted that, the next step is understanding why is that. Just try to understand why you're feeling like that. Um, maybe just as an example, maybe you're wrong with uh, you're feeling bad with your mom or with your dad, and you're just trying to understand why they are acting like that. What? why they are making that to make you feel upset. And after understanding that, I know it's not that easy, but we, we got a lot of time for doing that. So I think you're gonna, you're gonna make it. So the next step after understanding why, um, why is that, then it comes compassion and love. Then you get to act with compassion. Um, it's going to be easier whenever you get, whenever you reach this final step, it's going to be really easy for you to be with uh, yourself and to be with uh, the people surrounding you. Now you're going to be feeling a whole new, um, a whole new loving, really loving that person. So it's going to make a whole different space for you. So um, I don't know, it's, that's like an advice from me to you, if you are finding uh, difficult just staying home, because I know it's it's really difficult uh, to experiment a lockdown. I know. So um, the next thing I wanted to say is, um, as everyone here was saying, don't go with the same theme over and over again. I know it's it's toxic. So create something uh, different something new, make art, as you were saying, art is, uh, it's a really important thing right now. Connect with yourself, connect with others. Um, challenge yourself, as AJ was saying, challenge yourself to something completely new. I mean, um, if you wanna try something, if you wanna make something, this is your time, definitely. Look for what makes you happy to survive alone and lockdown. I know it's difficult, but we have time. And um, as you were saying with uh, the resonance with the universe, 1111 um, is always resonating with me. Um, I'm always watching the 1111 everywhere, everywhere. So what I do is ask for the universe to help me higher my vibration so I can help others to raise their vibration also and to co-create a new perspective and a new whole reality for me and for everyone else. So this is like small work, daily work. It's, it's small, but it works and it helps. So whenever you see your numbers, <laughs> you can ask that for the universe. And for the last uh, thing I wanted to say, 
this virus was created with HIV and influenza. I don't know if it's called like that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, with influenza. So it can definitely be treated by different ways. Um, I encountered biomagnetism is one of the best ways to kill this virus because it works with any bacteria or virus in your body. So if you have access to this therapy, you might want to try it. But this is just a reminder for us that this is just an illusion, as every single disease is. So this is your chance and our chance to break that illusion and get in touch with our higher levels of the spirit and reach every flow of love. And remember, we are all one. And well, that's everything I need to say. I just needed to say that. And thank you so much, friend, for giving me the opportunity to uh, just be here to give this message to everyone. And thank you for listening. And don't be scared. <laughs> there is no fear. That's just an illusion. And keep, as, keep it as it is. Just uh, remember, we are all the same in the same thing in the universe. So just love for everyone. And thank you so much, Ren. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing. And uh, yeah, honored to be able to have so many amazing people here. And, and, and again, you know, I think it's, I mentioned this in a video I did yesterday, um, but again, really just kind of going back to that whole idea of, you know, from a higher conscious perspective, like there is no difference between us and the virus. Like the virus in itself is literally us, is literally consciousness in that sense. So, I mean, if we can start to see it that way, and again, we can start to see it as an instrumental part within this and, and it, you know, it's, I think from our perspective, we often judge things based on the scale of how they may destroy and and we often recognize destruction as death and again i think like this is a conversation that brings us very close to death and maybe it will begin to give us the opportunity to really sit with the meditation of not only death in general but perhaps our own death you know like does that is that something that scares you and what does that feel like would you be scared to to die and, and things of this nature and such and again i'm not this is a very big question. That's a very personal question, everything like that. But I think it's a great question to be able to sit with. And then at the same time to also to just be able to remind ourselves that it's like, you know, our life began before we were even in this form. And I'm not encouraging people to be like, oh, like, let's get happy about dying or things like that. But at the same time, there's an opportunity for us to be able to shift our perspective and to be able to see the role that the virus is playing, where the fate of destruction is also the joy of rebirth. And what we may recognize from our perspective as being death is in itself just a part of the process towards more growth, to more expansion of consciousness. And so this was something very powerful that I shared during a broadcast the other day, and I'll just say this real quick and we'll pass it to another person, was the mantra that I was inviting people to be able to practice using. And that mantra is the mantra of thank you for helping me. Now, some of you might hear, might be familiar with this, and, and if you've ever listened to Matt Kahn, uh, he really emphasizes this. And even when I was going through like my own processes of like, you know, hard times and heartbreak and things like that, that mantra was like super, super powerful. And again, if you look at any of the moments in our individual lives, it's within our greatest hardships that we have our most growth. And so right now, like, yes, there is a lot of hardship, 
but there is also going to be a lot of growth, a lot of opportunity for growth. And that's where the free will comes in because this opportunity can slip us by if we don't willingly become self-aware and choose how we wish to be able to show up for it. And lo and behold, for all of us who are aware of cycles, if you don't learn the lesson the first time, it's going to come back again. So let's be aware and just be like, yeah, let's not do this whole like virus scare again. Let's be aware with it. Let's stay with it. And at the same time, I think in order to be able to really get the most out of this lesson is to really just be able to sit with it from that perspective of thank you for helping me. Now, again, the context of that is relative. I'm not saying thank you for killing thousands and thousands of people. That's not what we're saying here because yes, there are real lives at stake and our heart goes out for those people. But from that higher perspective, even just from where we are and how it's affecting us and the challenges and the tension and the, and again, you know, just like the, 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 the stress that it is causing the cracks that it is making, but ultimately the opportunities where it is inviting more light to be able to shine through within our own individual levels at multiple levels. Can you feel that? Can you invite yourself to be able to reflect on that? And what does it feel like to say that, that idea of thank you for helping me from your level? Thank you for helping me from the collective level. Thank you for helping me from the perspective in the future where the children of the future are living a better life because of our courage to be able to show up through the hardships that we are going through right now. So uh, there's a lot of other stuff to, again, to be able to talk about uh, in terms of this. And and one thing, again, you know, this is, this is kind of uh, a little bit of a fringe way of looking at it, but some people will hold the perspective going back to the concept of the aura that again, a lot of what will actually determine uh, your relationship with the virus will actually be based on mind. And and again, I'm not like, believe me, I understand someone can hear this and just be like, oh, stop discrediting and putting aside scientific uh, evidence and everything like that. Like, believe me, I'm a fan of science and everything like that. But there's like layers to this reality and layers to kind of the science that we don't fully understand. And this is where it kind of gets into like the will of the spirit or the will of the mind. And it's kind of like in this idea that if like, if you're so like kind of like in your center, it almost creates like a little bit of like an extra, like, I don't know what the word is. Like, I don't want to just say like, like, like energy force field or something like that, but it makes it harder for the virus to kind of like latch on to you or, or it makes it harder for it to kind of like penetrate into, into you. And, and again, and this, and again, I know what I'm saying here sounds like it's like bad advice and everything like that, where it's like, oh, if you have a good idea, I'm not saying you can just go out there and not be safe. Like, no, we need to be responsible. We need to be fully, fully responsible and to act safely and to act in relationship with our community. Again, you know, this is this is the thing where especially for a lot of young people, this is a chance for us to stand in solidarity with everyone, with the old people and to not put ourselves in unnecessary situations where we could uninvent unintentionally become carriers and then accidentally pass it on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But again, I think regardless of the physical virus, even just in terms of the, the, the rest of the virus, the psychological virus, the media and everything like that, this is a great chance for us to just be able to like, you know, like kind of like flame on, like activate super Saiyan mode, get those like energies, like really beefed up. And then again, those ideas that might kind of be really fear-based, if someone's got kind of like a weak field, it's easy for that like story from the news to just kind of pierce right through. And then they're just like, oh, I'm weaker now. Oh, like, oh, oh. And you're just getting like hit from every side. But if you kind of like really dial in with a narrative that's going to empower you, then those ideas and those circumstances, again, it kind of just, it doesn't, it, it, it will... If anything, instead of just thinking about it just kind of like bouncing off you, instead it's like your field around you neutralizes the energy and then that energy is still received 
but you get to transform it and to choose how you wish to use it for your good. So it's like you hear the story, you observe it. It's kind of like this, you know, it's very kind of like similar to how we get trained in meditation where it's, you don't associate with like the thoughts you observe them. And then you kind of be able to just like see like how they kind of like move past you or move through you. So it's like you hear something and, and instead of like emotionally attaching yourself to it, you can kind of observe it more from that neutral place. Again, kind of with what going back to what Patrick was saying. And then from there, you can actually be able to choose how you wish to relate to it and whether or not it's something you wish to hold on to or if it's something that it's just like, okay, like I got what I needed, let it go type thing. So there's layers to this. There's layers to this. And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt us to just be able to be in our healthiest, most optimized self. And that's where, again, you know, my goodness, like, could you imagine if we knew this was going to happen in five years ago, 10 years ago, we tried to tell people and be like, hey, in 10 years from now, there's going to be a virus. And if you eat all of this shitty food, it's going to make you more susceptible and you're going to be more at risk and you may die because of the fact that you're eating shitty food and living a shitty lifestyle, not just with your diet, but also your attitude and your relationship. And we're not blaming you because this is like a part of the side effects of the system and everything like that. It'd be interesting to just think about the idea of like how people may or may not have changed. But the good news is, is that for all of us who have been doing our best to live a healthy lifestyle, to be self-aware, to be self-reflective, to be self-inquiring and to learn and to grow and to be going through this process of awakening, you know, again, just to be able to know that we can really thank ourselves and just be like, whoa, like, thanks for getting me to where I am now. So that now where we are, like, we're strong individually. And, and, and again, like emotionally, physically, to the best of our ability, like we are strong. And, and from this place of, of privilege, of opportunity, because we've just been called to live a healthier lifestyle now it gives us this opportunity to be able to help lead the way to be able to help create that new world so yeah again i'm going to keep passing the talk and stick around and really just uh, thank you again rachel and thank you again everyone for for all of your conversation and your added points here uh if anything that i say or anybody else resonates with you just drop those 11 11s in the comment but again let this be an opportunity to really just step into our best self as we have been continuing to doing but now it is like really really non-negotiable all the cards are on the table. So let's really step up to this. And again, at the same time, let's remind ourselves that we can still find joy, that we can still find happiness, that we can still find beauty. And I think out of all of this, kind of going back to what Patrick was saying about the near-death experience, I hope that this invites more and more of us to be more grateful of the little things within our daily life, waking up in the morning, drinking water, seeing our loved ones, hugging them when we can, seeing the sun. I hope now more than ever, people are going to be able to invite this as an opportunity to just be able to bring themselves into more gratitude in relation to how they see the world around them and the gift that we get to experience that is this life. So let's keep passing talking around. Um, if anybody else who like has already said something wants to still jump in, let me know. Like, I don't want you to feel as if like you're totally just like cut off. Um, but we do still have uh, Taylor and uh, Rose who haven't we haven't heard from yet. So we're going to pass it over to them. And then from there, we'll get into some more free flow. And we'll try to wrap this up, I would say, by the top of the hour, which is about 40 minutes, give or take. So yes, this is a longer broadcast. Um, but again, it's an important one. And thank you, everyone, for just being present with the uh, insight and inspiration that we're sharing. I love you so much. Thanks for showing up. Taylor, Rose, give me, uh, whoever wants to go next, just give me some spirit fingers or something. 
give me like woo woo woo. Okay, you both want to go next. Does one of you want to volunteer <laughs> to volunteer the other? <laughs> Who wants to go? You guys can. Uh, I'll, I'll let you decide. No rush either way. Oh, they're doing rock paper scissors. Are you guys gonna do rock paper scissors? Is that is that how we'll figure it out? All right. If one of you wants to unmute yourself, you can just uh, say I'll go or let the other person go. I'll let you direct it. So, uh, Rose, you want to go next? <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's good to start with a little laugh. So, raises the vibration. <laughs> and um, my name is Rose, and I'm also known as Red Rose Grace. I'm a conscious art facilitator, uh, Blue Way Celestial Channel, as well as a guide. Um, I'm just here. I, I just uh, kind of followed my instincts to be here today to hold space and um, hold space for the collective as well. I feel that many of us have gone through a lot of these. changes within our own life that's both the space of resilience and and so forth um, we've been there within our lives and um, have shifted a lot um, in these past years in order to um, be here um, for support of the collective so uh, what i wanted to share um, i agree with everything that everyone has been sharing today and thank you so much for everyone who has been sharing such beautiful information and guidance. Um, what I feel guided to share is um, a little bit of my experience moving into this year. Um, originally, I felt that this year, uh, I kept seeing like 2020 as a clear vision and experiencing clarity and mental clarity. Um, as well, you know, we have many bodies to us. It's not just our physical body. We have our emotional body. We have our mental body. We have our spiritual body. And we need to maintain that balance, mind, body, and soul. So stepping into this year, I was, um, I was prepared to try to open up that, my mental uh, mastery and my, mastering my thoughts and, and, and being aware of where my energy is flowing. And, um, you know, they say where your attention goes, your energy flows. So just kind of breathing in that and finding empowerment within ourselves. I feel that this is a good time to step back and pull back our energy from the daily tasks of things that we are used to doing all the time in a repetitive manner, um, working and, and, and so forth, where we feel um, our, our structures, they are our stability and they are our, our foundations. And many, many people have, you know, set their foundations on their work you know, their homes, their goals, they're all focused on their physical reality. Now, one of the illusions of the mind is that reality, and that's our only world, you know, that our inner world is just 
this empty space where some of us may communicate with God or a higher source or, or still putting that power in another, another source and not within ourself, within our own being, within our own centeredness. And only sensing things that are within our physical reality, within our physical senses. We are more deep than that. We have many senses to us. We have our intuition. We have our spirit. We have our discernment of our heart. We can hear things. We're hearing news and we're hearing things that's going on in the world. We need to sit and think and go within and really kind of um, get centered for a minute. Relax our mind. Not feel like we need to do anything. Trust ourselves. Trust our in connecting inward. And many of us who have been doing that for some time, connecting inward and connecting to the earth and feeling the earth as our support structure. Depending on that and feeling that, like really feeling that embrace of the earth. It is a physical thing. It is a, it is, it is a, a loving, unconditional love and support that we do have of our planet because Mother Gaia is a consciousness. It's a living, breathing consciousness. And many of us um, feel that, you know, we answered a call from Mother Gaia to even be here and, and assist in this shift. And in a soul and a essence felt that there's something greater than myself that I should be doing right now. There's something that I'm being called to do that I feel within my spirit. And I know it's not working for a company my entire life and having nothing to show really for that, you know, not being able to really express the things that we have within ourselves that need to come out, you know, our true essence within ourselves as we are spirits spiritual beings having a human experience you know and I feel that that is one of the things that we are breaking through right now we're 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 we are conquering this and we are victorious in this and we are following with the flow and as things happen you know Whatever it is in life that, that life throws us, we have the power within us to transmute those things. We are creators. Human beings are magnificent creators. And that's why there's so much of the mind control that stops us from making us feel that we have the power within us for change. We do. Even one person has that power within them for change. You know, sitting down, try to quiet your thoughts, tune within, within those things that bring us joy. If it's, if it's not, um, 
meditation, then that's fine. It could be exercise. It could be maybe you're going to start getting creative and, and drawing. I mean, many of us have drawn since we were kids. You know, we were very creative as kids. It doesn't matter what it was. Maybe tune into something that we have done in the past as children. And that would be a, a good starting point of our creative abilities and try to nurture them a little bit while we have this time. And I feel very confidently that this is taking our empowering empowerment back stepping back from our writing our own story and it's not ignoring what is going on in the world or not being compassionate what's going on in the world we 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 can be aware of those things we can observe them and be aware and and protect ourselves as well you know, because we are living in, uh, we have our mind, our body, and our spirit. And in balance, we do honor our reality, you know, as we're seeing playing out our inner world that's playing out in our reality. Now, this is not a, this is not like, um, this is known by, by many people who uh, are able to manifest things in their reality, including um, major framers and people who have created this reality, how it is now. So it's not something that is unrealistic or not practical because it is in a very sense of taking charge of your own empowerment, discerning within our hearts, what we feel is true, gaining our own guidance with our Um, getting some fresh air, you know, getting out there, being aware of, of things, but still, still allowing ourselves to connect to the land and recharging ourselves. We're going through a huge recharge. And I'm, I'm really grateful for this time because I feel that we will be creating amazing things together. We will realize we are one with, with all. And we have creative power within ourselves and in unity with one another as everyone else taps in with their higher selves and their selves and grounding in to our beautiful planet. We can shift this paradigm together. So sending you all lots of love and um, thank you. Thank you all for being here. so much rose very very poetic in your words and i love your cadence as well very <laughs> calming and nurturing so <laughs> beautiful and yes thank no, you I, I think uh I, thank you and, and again you know i think again with with everything that we're going through this really does bring a very relative meaning to the term paradigm shift you know this is this is this is now this is the time there are paradigms that really need uh to be shifted and and so let us be again making that shift uh from you know like chaos and doubt into compassion and gratitude and hope and optimism and something that i talked about before in one of my other videos i really want to be able to invite people to just like feel in their heart and just to feel like even just like you know through the words coming through in this broadcast that like the future of like us making it through this it already exists 
you know, like it exists. It is there for us. It is there for us to be able to align with. And by listening to the wisdom within our heart, by showing up each day, by being there for community, we will find ourselves naturally kind of intuitively guided in that direction. So again, this is really kind of opening us up in some incredibly powerful ways. And and I'm and in some ways, as much as I am patient, I am excited. I am very excited right now because there is a lot that is happening. Am I excited that people are getting hurt? Absolutely not. But I am excited that through this process of transformation, of metamorphosis, knowing that I can kind of foresee this vision of what we can come out of on the other side. And it's this much more interconnected community globally, locally, and again, just even within like our own connection to our heart. So thank you again, Rose. And, and again, for anybody looking to connect with Rose, the links for Rose's uh, Instagram are in the show notes on YouTube. Just check the information there for more opportunities to be able to connect. We're going to pass it to Taylor. And then from there, we're just going to yeah. kind of get into a little bit more discussion. Yeah. Rose, was there anything else you wanted to say before yeah. we pass it off? Yeah, I just wanted to add one more thing for myself and my own journey of finding gratitude and in things that have caused trauma or uh, turbulence in my life. I found that just being grateful for the awareness that it brought really helped me to because it is hard to find gratitude when there's things that you are currently still experiencing. But if you're aware of those things, you active on it and empower yourself to get through it. Because if if you didn't have the not even knowing what you're participating in and what's happening, uh, you know, in you didn't even weren't aware of it. But we are aware now. That's what this 2020, our vision and clarity is coming into play and we're becoming aware of things. So just being grateful of that awareness, it helps us to bring in that gratitude and gratitude is a, is a perfect way to transmute that energy and, dis, and, and empower us ourselves to decide we have the choice now to choose what we want to experience we already experienced that we're aware of it we understand where it's going to lead to where it could lead to and we choose now what we want to create and what we want to lend our energy towards to create something that is going to be a better experience for all and for the highest good of ourselves and for everyone Mm -hmm. just wanted to share that and thank you. And and again, and I think even just that that term, sorry, I know I had myself muted there. Now you can hear me. And yeah, and, and that term that you use there for like highest good, um, again, that, that's a very powerful term and, and it really kind of changes the way we see things. And, and that was a phrase that even, uh, there was a post from Matt Kahn, uh, again, who I mentioned, uh, Kahn spelled K-A-H-N. I encourage people to just look up a lot of great videos um, from him there. But yeah really just kind of like again being able to see this as for our highest good so so again you know like we all know that if we just remain in a place of comfort we don't grow and if you look at society you look at what we were talking about six months ago all of us were sitting here and we're just like yeah 
like a large majority of the population is literally sleepwalking right now. They're walking around in their days and they're just going around and they don't realize who they are. So what are we going through right now? This is the wake up call. And the wake up call is sometimes very unpleasant. It can, a lot of people can just be like, hey, I was trying to sleep there. What are you doing? Let me go back to sleep. I want to go back to sleep. I want to go back to my comfort. But there's something calling us. We, we need to get up. We literally and metaphorically like need to wake up. And, and this is, again, this is, it's crazy. And, and again, I think it's very interesting that, you know, even just a couple months ago, we were like 2020, this is going to be the best year ever. Da, 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 da. This is great. 2020 clarity sight beyond sight. But again, it's like the universe is literally like, Oh, this is going to be the best year ever. AKA what I heard is you want the most transformation possible. Okay. Here, let me throw a little bit of a wrench into the gear, shut down the whole system and start something new. Because if we just kept running the same system, it wasn't going to get anywhere that it hadn't been before. So let's really change it up. And that takes a lot of trust. It really, really does. So again, right now, I want everyone to just kind of reflect on those moments where there was uncertainty within their life. There was hardship that they were going through. And yet, even through that, it allowed them to connect deeper with trust, deeper with their own kind of like awareness and spiritual connection. And again, I understand that some people will go through hard times and they won't see it from that perspective. It will just be very like matter of fact, but for, for those of us who, who just naturally or, or perhaps over time learn to see it from that perspective of like, oh my goodness, like this experience, it was like by the time I went through all of those processes and eventually I got to the point and I'm just like, wow, like where I'm at right now feels good. And I wouldn't have gotten here unless I went through the uncomfortable situation of X, Y, Z. And therefore, by the time you get to that, it's like, wow, how magical is that? How fucking beautiful is that? Excuse my language, but how incredibly profound is that? How, how incredibly orchestrated is that? It starts making you ask questions. You're just like, my God, is there a higher power? Is there something that's pulling the strings? Here I was in the midst of my own depth, like kind of like begging and begging and begging. And yet by the time the next chapter came around, I was opened up into this new place of joy and beautiful experiences. And so again, as we go through the darkness, let us be able to constantly hold the light within our hearts and to just have that as our narrative of, of like, I think a lot of people now, they don't know that there's a future ahead of us that is optimistic going back to that word. And that's what they're struggling with. And a lot of people, it would be hard for us to be able to tell them, just be like, hey, it's okay. Time is nonlinear. The future that, that's going to be the best for us already exists. We just have to be able to trust the process and continue to show up responsibly with free will. Because it's not like it's a free ride where it's just like, oh, things are going to be okay. I guess I can just go back to being like complacent. Like, no, this is like things are going to be okay because everyone is going to do your part. And you're going to do your part too. And what part do you have to play in this? And so again, that part that we have to play in this is taking care of ourselves, showing up in conversations like this, allowing ourselves to change the way we see the world. And again, I think a lot of people, they're going through their own paradigm shifts where previously within the story of their own relationship to the matrix, their identity was their job. Their identity was the sports team that they celebrated. Their identity was, you know, X, Y, and Z that now suddenly is not there. 
So it's this opportunity where who knows, they might spend a little time doing a little Google research or something like that. They might come across some cool videos related to consciousness. They might hear, they might read some articles where it's like, oh, like meditation is a great way to be able to cope with the anxiety that you're feeling. And then they might look up some meditation broadcast further down the rabbit hole. And suddenly they've like found a new way of seeing the world. And the only way they would have gotten that was by, you know, kind of just like, it, it's it's almost as if like we're a child and consciousness, the earth is literally the mother and the mother knows what's best. And the mother's just like, it's time for you to grow up. And in order for you to grow up, I'm going to take away your toy. And I'm sorry, and you're going to be pissed off at me. But if I let you play with that toy forever, you were never going to grow up. So now it's time to grow up literally and and by grow up that means expand and so again i think now more than ever it's important for us to be able to see the importance of our role in leading the shift to be able to see the importance of going back to this idea of the hundredth monkey effect the idea of love transmuting mutating fear of alchemizing of being social alchemists this term social distancing is very popular but again i think now we actually just need to learn to be more social but in new ways. So let us be social alchemists, transform this opportunity into one that is actually going to create meaningful connection, meaningful opportunity. And it may be a little bit different, but my goodness, it seems like we plan this perfectly when here we are with technology at our fingertip and the technology is not separate from us. The technology is like the interconnected, like, like, um, synapsis between our neurons. That's literally what it is. So it's an equal part of our consciousness. The technology, the computer, all of it, it's still consciousness. It's still us. It's still us communicating with us. So again, I, I think at this point, obviously, like I'm just kind of like repeating things over and over and over again. Um, but again, just really hitting upon the, the importance of co-regulation. Uh, I talked about this very briefly in my video. It's the power of if you're feeling stressed, and you hang out with someone who's relaxed and calm and maybe they give you like a back massage, it helps you relax. And so right now there's a lot of people who are stressed and we can help them relax. We can help them kind of like move into that place of centeredness, of harm, of calmness, where they can kind of like change the narrative, be open to new ideas, shift out of the fear and into more of like the bigger understanding. And that's going to happen through our presence in social media, through our broadcasts that we are doing to be able to, again, kind of like move from like the awareness of being stuck in our root and kind of move up to the heart into the like the and using our throat, speaking our truth and then kind of like integrating like all the chakras. Like now is the time. Like, my goodness, we've talked all about this stuff. Now is the time to put it into practice because there are people there who need it now more than ever. So again, thank you everyone for doing your part and for just being here. We're going to continue a little bit more passing over to Taylor. Uh, we still got Patrick with us. Patrick, are you, are you cool to, Patrick, are you cool to stick around and join in the conversation again after Taylor, once we kind of open up? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. All right. So, uh, after Taylor, we're just going to kind of open up and, and we'll take some comments from the live chat as well. Uh, Taylor, who has been a leading member in paradigm shift for, for quite some time. Thank you so much, dude, for being here. Looking forward to just being able to hear what you have to bring to the circle. When you're ready, passing it over to you. Go right ahead, dude. There we go. And yeah, you're good. I was like, I couldn't unmute <laughs> after all that. Uh, so yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, thank you, Brendan, and uh, all of our other uh, lead members and everybody watching. Um, so I'm probably gonna like reiterate a lot of kind of like what everyone's been saying because it's 
been so much, but lots of great information. Um, but from my perspective, you know, from I'm over in Massachusetts in the United States, and um, you know, it's been very interesting to kind of watch and, you know, kind of like what Patrick said in the very beginning about like observation mode, like that was kind of like one of the first things that I kind of dipped into was like, okay, like what's going on? And then to kind of like analyze patterns that have kind of been coming up. So if I kind of look at, you know, this virus, you know, something that's happening, you know, all over the world and here now um, in my area, you know, especially where AJ was in New York and California, is, you know, everyone's kind of going into this like lockdown mode. Um, things are shutting down, you know, can't go to restaurants, uh, daycares are closing, like everything's closing, you have to stay inside, practice social distancing, all that stuff. So what's really interesting is that, you know, people are pretty much being forced to like stay at home. And something that kind of popped up for me was the fact of like home, because, you know, when I was doing um, a lot of practices, like with life coaching um, and, you know, just talking even like, you know, with my friend Heather, who's a therapist, um, the theme of the house kind of comes up a lot. Um, you know, I always tell people like your body is your temple. Um, you know, it's your sacred space and, you know, your house is your temple. It's your sacred space. So when I look at this virus and I see that it's kind of forcing people to kind of go to this sacred space and you kind of integrate that with the, you know, as within, you know, go without type deal. So if you're being forced to go home, then essentially you're kind of being forced to go within as well. Um, and a lot of you know, issues that are kind of coming up um, with people is you know, change, I feel like. And all these changes that are forcing people to, to go against their normal lifestyle. And, you know, Brendan, you kind of mentioned this earlier with grief, you know, people are, are definitely grieving. They're losing their own lifestyle. Um, and I think you watched this video earlier, but I was watching a video from, you know, Greg Braden, who's like another awesome uh, person to check out along with like Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenza, um, but Greg Braden was talking about this whole grief process that the world's kind of in right now because everyone is like forced to kind of lose their current day-to-day -day life. And a lot of people are going through like denial and anger, you know, in the different stages of grief because they don't want to lose that. They don't want to make these changes. And um, they're getting angry about it you know it's like don't tell me what i'm supposed to do like don't tell me this is the lifestyle i'm supposed to live like this is my type of life um so it's kind of interesting when you kind of look at all these pieces and kind of put them together because essentially you're forcing people to kind of go home to go within and then you're going through this grief process of like i don't want to do that don't tell me what to do that's not supposed to happen things are going to be normal uh, again, this will all blow over, you know, that, the denial phases and things. Um, so when you start to like look at these pieces and, and you know, kind of look at them, um, it's interesting when you can kind of put it together and see that, you know, a lot of us lightworkers have kind of been preparing 
this forever. And a lot of us are kind of at the point where it doesn't feel, um, let's see. So like I was talking to like some colleagues earlier, um, even throughout the week, they were like, why am I not panicking over this? Why, why does this feel like fine? And I think it's because we've been preparing for this stuff so long by doing all of our inner work that now that we're in this space, we're like, oh, no, we're like, we got this. We're already there. We're here. Um, and now we kind of have to assist other people to do the same thing. Um, so these are the kind of things that I've been kind of thinking about lately, you know, from my perspective with this whole virus and kind of looking at it from that end. Um, and kind of assisting other people to kind of surrender to that place, you know, to surrender to their home, to their temple, to their inner work. Um, because once we kind of do that, then essentially we can then move forward to the next part. And you guys have kind of talked about this too, with like responsibility. Um, and I think our responsibility going forward is like how do we make the changes that we need to kind of anchor the vibration as a collective like for where we want to go but in order to do that we kind of have to clear out all the you know the stuff that needs work uh and kind of go through these shifts and changes um so to speak so um yeah, I guess that's kind of like kind of where I'm at with things. Um, and I know, you know, with, with Greg Braden too, he posted this really scientific video. Um, and it was like 50 minutes long on YouTube. Um, and I was watching that and it really talks about like, what is a virus? How is a virus different from a bacteria? Um, and it was really interesting because he is really great about taking like science and integrating it with like spirituality. And if you look at this virus itself, a virus isn't a living thing. It's essentially DNA and RNA in a protein. And it essentially attaches itself to human cells and then basically changes the DNA in the cells to a point where they start to explode and then creates more of the same DNA. And then that kind of continues to spread. But it was really empowering to watch as well because he talked about how the body is built to remove these um, viruses. Like we've been doing it for thousands of years, like with the flu strains and different strains and that sort of thing. And the reason that you know, a lot of people might be having um, trouble kind of combating that is basically by having like, um, you know, a compromised immune system and other, you know, pre-existing conditions and, and those sorts of things. Um, so it's kind of like our responsibility to kind of build ourselves up, Brendan, that you were talking about earlier, making sure that we're healthy and exercising and building up our immune system and empowering our body so that we can essentially like let it do its natural thing. Um, I think he talked about there's uh, cells in the body called leukocytes that actually attach themselves around the virus in the body and then um, basically prevent it from spreading and then it will eventually die off. And that's like when your body starts to have reactions to fevers and 
that sort of thing. So it's like we're built with the mechanics if we just allow it to kind of do its thing. It's a matter of, you know, building yourself up so that essentially it can, you know, go through the process and, and fight its way and kind of let nature take its course. Um, so it was just very interesting and very empowering. And I definitely think that everyone should kind of check it out. Um, but, you know, as kind of bringing it back to where I was earlier, I definitely feel that, um, you know, like when we're in this phase of kind of like being stuck at home and, you know, spending time with yourself, like this is the time that we can kind of do the work and then, you know, basically build ourselves up to be like the best version of ourselves through that inner work. So then we can take that responsibility to then go forward and kind of anchor that vibration um, and, you know, basically get us through these stages and onto that place that we want to be. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. Um, but these are kind of like my thoughts on everything. And, um, you know, I definitely feel like we're, um, you know, like we're going to be able to kind of work together. Um, you know, even, even just this platform is a great example of that. Like, you know, with technology, how we're able to kind of connect all over the world and help and support each other. And while we are kind of in this like quarantine state, we're not necessarily alone either, but we definitely have to be forced to kind of be in that so that we can wake up so society can kind of wake up so then we can kind of do the work that we need to do. So that's all I'll say. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor, so much. And and yeah, there's a, again, there's so many, one of the things that I've really enjoyed, um, and, and again, I use that term within context uh, over the past week has been to see so many of the conscious leaders uh, sharing their own perspectives and their own voices and their own messages of optimism and hope uh, during these concerning times, such as kind of what you were saying, such as Greg Braden and everything like that. And so again, I really encourage each of us, like if you feel like, you know, if you feel called to make a video or if you feel called to create some sort of post that you know is going to reach your individual network, your individual connection of cells that you have within your community, please feel free to do that. Let this be an opportunity to kind of like emulate what we've created here. Use it in your own expression. Use it in your own voice to be able to get that message out there because people need to see that. People need to be able to see that there are those amongst us who are like moving through this with as much grace as possible. But again, being in a place where we're still being very grounded and i really just want to say that i applaud everyone here for being very grounded in the way that we're approaching things because i i've seen uh within the the diversity of the conscious community there has been some stuff that i've seen that i didn't particularly agree with that some that felt kind of very dismissive and i think a lot of us here are just like okay no this is a real thing this is a real threat this is something that ultimately at the very least brings us back to being responsible so it's one of those situations where it's better safe than sorry uh while still being aware of the narratives 
that we're paying attention to. And again, ultimately seeing this as an opportunity to just continue to just like step into that place of leadership, which is so, so important. And then teaching other people uh, how to lead not only themselves, but also to be, perhaps to be able to pass that on. And that is Again, you know, as much as the virus is spreading, this is the message of hope and optimism that we are also spreading uh, as well. And again, it's kind of getting reiterated at this point, but really just uh, hitting it home, I would say, and really just inviting everyone who's tuned into this to, to see this as a call to action where it's like, you know, what is needed? What is the next step? Okay, let's use the tools that we can to bring people together, to get the message, to be able to touch base, to connect with our friends think locally, act, uh, think globally, act locally, uh, all those things that we've talked about. So, um, as we get closer to move towards the end of the broadcast here, uh, actually, um, I'm very uh, excited to be able to mention that we do have Michael Brazel, who was able to join us uh, literally just last minute. Uh, Michael, who I had originally invited to be able to be a part of the broadcast and was fortunately able to join us uh, when he's able to, aka now, uh, who is here and again has been uh, uh, been involved with Paradigm Shift literally going back to the early Genesis days of the broadcast that we were doing through, through Blog Talk Radio way back in 2011. Uh, and, I, and he was someone that inspired me to, to even start doing these broadcasts. He was doing broadcasts before I was and uh, has continued to be a voice of, of, of reason and perception and mindfulness within the community. And uh, so I'm super excited to be able to have him here. So I'm going to pass over to Michael. And then from there, we're again, just kind of open this up into free flow. So Michael, if you even just want to say a, like less than more, and then that will give us a chance to just kind of get more into the free flow. And I know you haven't seen all the conversation here, um, but at this point, I would just invite you to be able to communicate communicate in your own words uh what are things that people need to keep in mind or what do you feel people would benefit from hearing uh within the within you know the unfolding circumstances as we continue to move forward again with that intention of sharing insights and optimism so michael please feel free to introduce yourself and and go ahead and we'll pass the talk and stick over to you and thanks again for being here yeah absolutely so i think the big thing and my specialty really is helping people remain fit and grounded and breathing and moving their bodies. Um, you know, a lot of us who work in the fitness spaces are having our classes shut down. So I think one of the things that, you know, fitness spaces allow for folks to have is one community, tactile community, but we also have um, the outlet to express, you know, stress through movement. So, one of the big things to remember is that even with all this stuff happening to keep moving your bodies, to keep breathing, to eat nourishing foods, to hydrate, um, there's all kinds of things that we need to just be mindful of as we're moving forward, um, especially as um, we're being bombarded with the news and with things all around us, just to remain um, connected to our bodies. Um, when we're faced, especially things with things like illness, um, there are disconnections that can happen between us and our bodies. Um, we begin fighting these wars against our bodies. Things are attacking the body. So as connected as we can be to the body with nourishment and with love and with grace as we're going through these big processes and changes and shifts, that's definitely an important thing to keep at the forefront. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and again, and, and I, I really like um, what you were mentioning there, uh, or, or at least what I was thinking of is like, you know, right now for people who are feeling like, again, that 
that frustration that that I think there's a part of us that are, that are ultimately feeling this and and there's frustration for multiple reasons it's frustration because you know we're, there's loved ones who are out there who are suffering and that's frustrating because it's kind of one of those things where it's like beyond our control it's like we're seeing things and and, and, and I think in a lot of cases you know there's going to be a lot of people and they kind of feel hopeless they kind of feel powerless um so I think those are all valid emotions that we are going through and and we just kind of go off with Michael saying I think um, instead of just being able to be like, oh, I'm just going to like meditate and push those emotions down as best as I can. I think what's also very helpful is, again, to be able to express and move that energy through physical. And that if that means, again, you know, like dance, if that means like punching a punching bag. Uh, I know even for myself, I literally like took my lightsaber out to the park uh, a few days ago and I was like going ham with it. Like I was literally just kind of like going into like rage mode with my lightsaber but like from a place of mindfulness where I was like, I was pissed. Like I was angry again, just because like, I'm again, opposed to being like, Oh, this is all for a greater good. But I'm like, you know, I'm pissed and I'm angry that there are people out there that are suffering and going through this because again, we're so empathetically connected and that rage, that anger is something that we can perceive as being sacred. You know, it's this, this, I love the idea of sacred anger. And again, the only reason we're so angry is because we care so deeply. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be so angry if you didn't care and you are a caring, loving being by nature. So uh, I really just want to remind people that, you know, like opposed to just being like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a light worker. I'm not supposed to be able to express my anger. Like, no, like if you feel that anger's there, if you feel that energy's there, get up and shake it out, dance it out, punch, punch something, go like, do what you need to do. Like whatever it is that you need to do to really be able to move that movement. Um, I think now more than ever being able to understand the body energetics and, and just being aware of like how to be able to stay healthy uh, is incredibly important. And again, I know uh, people such as Michael and other people are, are going to be facilitating different like, you know, like meditation exercise things through live broadcasts and so, so, so valuable right now. Um, Michael, did you want to just add anything onto that? Uh, and yeah. then we'll just kind of like, so the big thing is just like, yeah. remember to feel your emotions. Like when we don't express our emotions, whether it be through movement or through word or through action, um, that stress and distress just lodges itself in the body. Um, and that's where, you know, other illnesses can happen. Um, so just letting yourself just be okay with feeling whatever you're feeling, the frustration, the anger, um, but, you know, reach out to people. I think we're in a time now where we are much more connected um, through our tools online. Um, but also, like, reach out and pick up the phone and call people. You know, I think, you know, we, we've gotten so used to texting and messaging. Um, have an actual conversation with someone beyond just uh, typing things out. Um, when we're in a more tactile space of connection, energy is flowing a little bit easier. Um, and just do what you can with what you have. You know, if you have gifts, share them. Like now's the time to like, you know, we call it a practice, like meditation practice, physical practice, yoga practice. Now's the time to put into the world all the stuff we've been practicing all along. So if you're a healer, you're a light worker, you're a witch, you're a warlock, you're a fitness professional, you're a meditation teacher, like now's the time that the world needs all of those gifts. Like everything we've been practicing for, like this is the call. We always talk about the clarion call and like being called to something bigger and greater. Like now's your time. Like this is your time to start putting out content, start um, sharing stuff, you know, and as long as it's pushing forward, like, you know, healing and grace and all of those really powerful things that keep people connected to just moving forward the best way they can with what they have, you know, so use your gifts. Like now's the time, you know, if you have something, share it, 
Like I've seen great posts where people are just reading books to each other, like through Facebook live, <laughs> you know, it's like, those are the things we can do for each other. Like read poetry, write poetry, you know, sing a song, like invite others to sing a song with you. Like this is the time to, you know, put those gifts out. You, if you know something, teach it, like go on Facebook live. It can be scary to like go online and like share something but go online and share like making toast. I mean, like those are cool ways we can connect like with each other, share your gifts, whatever it is, making toast or, you know, a Reiki session or a fitness session, whatever you have, like share it now. Now's your time to share things, be part of the world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and again, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways, like we are so fortunate that yes, like there are going to be people who are going to be locked down in cities and and Shao uh, Zizou in the comments is literally just saying that, like, as we're doing this broadcast, governor of California just announced that the state is in lockdown. Um, so, again, more news is constantly coming out. But again, it's just like, OK, people are going to be stuck in their rooms. But at the same time, they're still going to be able to be connected to the entire world through the magic of technology and everything like that. So uh there's a lot of again you know there's there's multiple sides to this coin and and thank goodness that we have the tools available to us uh going through the the challenging and the testing and the strengthening circumstances still ahead michael thank you again for sharing and and again i just want to be able to honor everybody for being here and for just being able to receive the the inspiration that we're sharing here and, and again let this be a call to action for you to be able to step into your leadership for you to be able to find your place within community perhaps even do something you've never done before such as your engagement on social media to be able to help assist others, such as making those meaningful connections in whatever format you can. And uh, as we get ready to wrap up this broadcast, I did just want to be able to open up the conversation and maybe there's not too much to talk about at this point. Maybe at this point, you know, we've already covered a lot. Um, I know personally, like I'm getting to the point where it's like, yeah, we're getting tired. This is like a three hour broadcast, understandably. So I appreciate everybody uh, just continuing to, to show up for the endurance but um, just before we kind of wrap things up or just any sort of like topic that maybe someone wants to bring to the table, I just wanted to be able to create that opportunity. Uh, so we'll do that now. So uh, we still have Rose, we have Rachel, we have Michael, and we have Taylor. Patrick jumped off a moment ago. Thank you again to him. And um, yeah, anybody go ahead, just kind of like un unmute yourself and we'll just kind of open up a little bit of free flow conversation. Uh, how's everybody, like, you know, just kind of checking in. How's everybody feeling? Is there anything we miss? Is there anything else we need to go over? Keeping in mind, you know, we want to be able to provide something of value to the people who are listening to this. Um, but ultimately, I, I feel quite accomplished in, in being able to practice having the conversation that we did. So um, what do you guys think? Any any thoughts, anything? And, and if there's not much to talk about, and that's totally cool, then we'll just kind of wrap it up with a little bit of gratitude. And, you know, even just that, that, that idea in itself is like, you know, let's create those little practices. Um, and Michael, I know you were talking about this as well. You know, like now's a great time to be able to resume the practice of journaling. And, and within that practice of journaling, that's a great opportunity for you to be able to practice gratitude. And so let's, uh, you know, make a habit of kind of like starting our days off writing the things that we're grateful for. And, and again, I think now that there's less noise, less distraction based on kind of like the routine of, of our regular matrix life that we were living before, perhaps our, our attentions will shift and we'll realize things that we are grateful for that perhaps we overlooked. Uh, again, you know, the subtle things like the family, the connection with nature, the clean water, the roof over our head, our health, our family, all of those things. So um, yeah, I think uh, just kind of putting that idea out there of gratitude, but again, inviting each of us here as we get close to wrapping up the conversation, unless there's something else somebody wants to bring in, uh, we can uh, begin to conclude the conversation just by going around with any closing thoughts and uh, just expressions of gratitude. So does anybody else have anything they feel like super called to share right now? 
Otherwise, if you want to just jump right into the gratitude thing, that's fine. And we'll wrap this up sooner rather than later. So just race, uh, Grace, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to share one more thing. Um, one of the things that I've been personally experiencing is just detaching myself from feeling like I have to do anything. And I feel like just us as a collective have always just kind of, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? I need to work on this. I have this I need to do. And just kind of allowing ourselves to slowly detox away from feeling like we need to do anything at all besides just being and allowing ourselves to create. And that could be a hard, you know, uh, it, it, you know, we're trying to create more smoother transitions. And some of those things that create those smoother transitions is just breathing through these. If you have anxiety that comes up, feeling like you need to do something, you know, what you're supposed to be doing, you're in the house, just breathe through it and slowly shift those activities that you've been used to doing towards some self-care and some things that are a little bit more gratifying for yourself that you can shift it into um, things that you can work on in the home or you can work on um, just kind of clearing your area or maybe take like um, a spiritual bath or um, light some candles in your home or whatever you can do, but kind of slowly shift and ease that transition into self-care, um, inner, inner like um, care of yourself and just slowly transitioning that into, um, you know, being into more of a mindful state of, of then what you want to create from there. Once you don't have to do anything, you're kind of like getting yourself off that anxiety of what do I need to do it, it can slowly like go in with, take some time, take some time to relax and rest and recharge. And then decide when you're gonna start to express those inner feelings that you have through, you know, art and all those things that you would like to create. And just, and just kind of sit in that notion of like, you don't have to do anything. We have, as a collective, it's just been constantly like on that hamster wheel. <laughs> And now that hamster wheel is stopped and we're like, what do I do now? You know? So just kind of easing that anxiety with breathing, exercising, slowly being a little bit more mindful of, our, of the things we're doing. Um, yeah. So that's what I just would suggest a little bit. And, um, and hopefully that was helpful in your transitions um, with a little bit of ease and grace. <laughs> and lowering the anxiety levels a little bit, so. Beautiful, awesome. Thank you, Grace, bringing the grace, so beautiful. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, so as we're here right now, I think uh, it's worth noting that it's 11-11 uh, on the clock of uh, the, the current time, Eastern Standard Time. So taking a moment here to just kind of like send out those good vibes, set that intention and to really be able to, I like the 11-11 to kind of think of it as like a gate and to kind of really be able to step through that gate with intention. So as we kind of shift through the 11-11 right now, let's just kind of step through that intention to be able to, again, just be able to step through with our own sovereignty, to be able to step through with compassion and courage and leadership. And it's really interesting, you know, uh, one of the things that I've been doing on social media, just to be able to keep an eye on things and to keep myself informed, I've been using Twitter a lot. And Twitter really gives me a good kind of like scope on the macrocosm of where consciousness is at. 
And coincidentally, as I was just keeping an eye on things in the background, there's a new uh, hashtag that is trending right now. This literally must have popped up in the last couple hours. And the, the hashtag is hashtag what the world needs right now. And it's very interesting because as I'm kind of scrolling through it, there's like a lot of things where it's like, you know, like what does the world need right now? And a lot of it is just kind of like related to compassion. You know, the world needs to come together. The world needs a hug. Like that's literally what someone said. They're, they said what the world needs right now is a hug, but from a distance. So fist bump. <laughs> um, and then I haven't really read through it. But again, you know, I think that is ultimately even how we began this broadcast and how we often hold space within these broadcasts as a community to be able to use this as an opportunity to reflect as community on what is needed, what is needed right now, what is needed for the world, what is needed from us as leaders. So I think, again, you know, as much as we're kind of having our individual conversation here, there is a constant shift that is being reflected throughout everyone and, and we are not separate from it. So um, I think, again, I think there's a lot of opportunity for people to, again, just be able to reflect on that question of what does the world need right now? So um, yeah, continuing, just kind of wrap this up. Let's do that. Let's just kind of go around with just a little bit of uh, closing thoughts and expression of gratitude uh, as we uh, begin to conclude the broadcast. So for anybody who wants to do that next, uh, please feel free to just let me know, raise your hand. And if anybody feels like they need to jump off right away, please feel free to go ahead. But I think we're almost done in probably about five, 10 minutes. So uh, Taylor, Rachel, Michael, if one of you wants to go next, just uh, go right ahead. And uh, again, just kind of concluding it with just like any thoughts of gratitude. It could be even just be related to this broadcast of the community or any message that you'd like to be able to leave with the audience. Rachel, go ahead. Right. Well, I'm really grateful for this opportunity for all humans to heal what needs to be healed. Um, for this great chance for us uh, to break that uh, last of um, of the appreciation of life itself. Uh, it's time to change that, and and that's amazing. The universe is giving us, I mean, the whole world, the chance to do that and to act with compassion and with love, the purest form of love. So I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful um, for all the people who is going to start changing and embracing what they've got, enjoying their environment and the people they're living with. That's gonna be a real good change for humanity. So I'm really grateful for that and I hope we're happy. I hope we're fine, everyone. And I, I hope our heart find whatever it desires. So thank you so much, Bryn. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Awesome. All right, so uh, Michael uh, jumped off a moment ago. So thank you again to Michael. Be sure to check the links in the show notes to connect to him. Uh, and again, Michael, as well as, you know, other people in the broadcast, uh, we're creating content. So be sure to keep an eye and uh, tune in and support where you can. Um, Taylor, did you want to just add any thoughts of gratitude? And then Rose, if, Rose, if there's anything else you wanted to add, and then we'll we'll wrap it up and we'll call it a night. So Taylor, go ahead, dude. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to 
definitely send my love and gratitude to everybody that's listening to this, the world in general. Uh, again, to you, Brendan, for this platform, for giving people a resource that we can all connect and learn and grow with each other. Um, and, you know, something that came to mind, you know, a minute ago um, was that, you know, like these periods of darkness is where like the most transformation comes. And I, I always tend to look at this as kind of like, you know, these seeds that are kind of planted in the soil and, you know, by loving yourself and nurturing and allowing yourself to grow and push through and fight through that soil and dirt to, you know, those turbulent times to then create this beautiful flower. So I just kind of wanted to remind people of that because, you know, we often don't get to see the light, but once we kind of break through that barrier and we get there, you know, it's, it's all worth it. So lots of love to everybody. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Taylor. And Rose, was there anything just closing, closing words for our listeners that you'd like to add? Um, just want to say much love and gratitude to everyone tuning in, to all the leading members and contributors, and to you, Brendan, holding space and creating this platform for all of us to come together in unity and to express and hold space for um, anyone who needs it. So I send you my love and thank you very much. Beautiful. All right. And again, just from my own heart to yours, thank you so much, everyone, for being here, for being a part of this conversation. Uh, this, of course, was uh, an exceptionally special episode, given the circumstance. And I think this was uh, over a three hour long broadcast. So really bonus points to, to everyone who, who stuck around for the whole thing. And, and again, I, I just invite you to be able to hear the call to action, to be able to continue to share the inspiration where you are. And I'm grateful for, for what we have here together as a community that would only be possible thanks to everybody's contributions uh, over the years what we've been building here together the roots uh, that we've been creating is, is such an incredibly powerful uh, community and such an incredibly unique and and I think again now more than ever is such an incredibly uh, important uh, opportunity for us to be able to share together as a team and, and if you're inspired by this let this be an invitation for you to to replicate the design host your own zoom calls host your own community meetings and invite people to be able to have these discussions you can facilitate things too this is your opportunity uh again just be able to have the the conversations that are going to be able to make the big difference if you if you feel like there are those out here that would benefit from from you sharing a, a perspective of optimism and of hope and kindness and compassion please now more than ever is a time for for you to be able to do that and and i honor you for being able to uh have the courage in doing that so again i'm just grateful for everybody for showing up for, for opening their hearts to the situation. This is not an easy thing to do, but it is something that is going to be important. And, and I think we have to remind ourselves of that is that when it comes to life, you know, the harder, the, if, if we make the harder choices, then oftentimes we will experience the most growth. So it's at this point, it's at this precipice where, again, the universe is just kind of like, okay, like now it's time to live that philosophy. We're going to give you a hard choice. And, and the choice is kind of made for us through the circumstances. But the choice is how we respond, 
how we show up. So let us respond with mindfulness. Let us respond with questions. Let us respond with compassion, with leadership, with love, with connection, with community. And let us really, really invite ourselves to, to, to use this as an opportunity to really paint the picture uh, that we would like to create the new world as. And so again, you know, let's let's do whatever is needed and the universe wouldn't be putting us through this if it wasn't something that we were capable of transforming through and, and being able to carry together as a team so it may feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders but i assure you uh you are not carrying it alone and, and together here as a team we're doing everything we can so let's keep showing up together and again for for everybody here if you would like to be able to get involved further please tune in for future broadcasts uh next week whether it be wednesday or thursday it may stick to a thursday time slot for our broadcast uh we're going to be doing an open mic jam so again join in for that that's going to be a little bit more lighthearted, sharing some poetry some songs some music some storytelling and uh in the meantime be sure to just check out paradigmshiftcentral.com follow me on instagram at mystic spider-man connect with all the other leading members in the broadcast here tonight as well for more content huge thank you to our patreon supporters again if you would like to be able to just show your appreciation financially for this project and to help keep it growing and evolving you can support on patreon with a monthly contribution or through paypal with a single contribution you can even get items through the quest item shop all the links for that are in the info and again if you would like to be involved on these broadcasts on air you can join as a leading member for a pay what you wish contribution of 11 dollars a month or higher and with that, there are additional perks that you can find out through the Patreon link or go to paradigmshiftcentral.com and click the join button there. And there's still so much more of this conversation to have. And again, every single day, there's going to be more information becoming available. So keep your eyes open for the inspiration that is going to keep you informed, but then also keep you optimistic. And, and really, again, just dropping ourselves into that space of what does it mean now more than ever for us to be an optimistic? And again, having that foresight, having that vision, having that fifth dimensional perspective of understanding that this too, there is a path that already exists before us. The future is already before us. This was never this was always going to happen as crazy as that may sound. And this is something that is radically important for the transformation of the earth and for our individual consciousness. And again, for the generations to follow. So seven generations back, seven generations ahead, let us do what we can, not just for what we're experiencing and living through today, but for the generations to come uh, that, that we are helping create the world for today. So stand for tomorrow today is one of the uh, one of the things that I like to say here within the Paradigm Shift Central project. So with that said, we're going to wrap it up. And again, I just invite everybody here to keep doing what they do and keep carrying the shift with you where you are. So keep us updated. Feel free to message me at any time. Join our team chat. You can find the links for that in the info and through Paradigm Shift Central. And we're going to wrap it up here with everybody just sending out some love and making some noise so everybody here gently unmute your microphones and send some love to all the people out there we got this team awesome all right thank you so much everyone my name is brendan as always keep it shifty and i will see you in the future peace and wholeness
special thank you to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this broadcast. Be sure to check out more of Danny's work in the YouTube info below. Thank you, Danny.